Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you're watching. This is the good Dugout evening. Podcast. Good, good <laughs> evening. This is the Dugout Podcast. Um, here to talk about games that have happened in the Premier League, games that have happened in the Champions League, and we'll uh, do some predictions as well. You maybe the Europa League too. Yeah, <laughs> maybe the Europa League. <laughs> touching that bad boy anymore. <laughs> We're talking about Liverpool and Napoli. We're talking about United. <laughs> That's fine, mate. That's fine. Um, at the time of recording, well, twenty four hours um, ago, the Queen died, so there may not be games to recap for next week. But we at least have games to talk about today. Yeah. Yeah. Rest so in peace as well. Yeah, rest in peace. Shout out to Big Lizzie. But yeah, if you are watching, send us in some topics too. Comments, DM us on Instagram. Let us know what you want to hear us talk about next week because we will most likely need some stuff to chat about. Yes, we will. And if we'll, you we'll want think of some just chat shit about. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy to talk about the um, 2005 Champions League yeah. final. <laughs> that won't be happening. No, thank you. We'll recap, yeah. Yeah, we'll recap. <laughs> recap. <laughs> then we'll recap off 4 nil win the Barso as well. And, um, yeah. yeah, right. We'll just go over when we won the treble, mate. Grow up. <laughs> <clears throat> so, yeah, let's start off this week then. Straight into the Premier League chat with uh, the Merseyside Derby. Yeah. You know, uh, all this hype. So do you want to recap the uh, Champions League then? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't want to talk about Napoli either. <laughs> I'm in 2005. Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, so... Uh, <laughs> nil all. What happened? Yeah. What happened, lads? What were we thinking? All right, Jack, I'll let you take this one first, mate. I think... Got to give Everton a bit of credit. They... Yeah. They weren't... Shit, you know, like, they, they were good. We didn't sort of... I think it's been the story of the year for Liverpool. We haven't dominated games like we had done in the past. Um, Everton had a lot of chances. I think there was a stat, there was about 37 shots in the game and the only game last season with 37 shots mm. was that finished nil all was, I think, Liverpool were involved in as well. Anyway, um, but yeah. Yeah, there's your stats there. So there was heaps of, heaps of chances. It was actually like pretty, if you're neutral, pretty interesting game to watch, um, considering nil or. Yeah. Like you, if you haven't watched that game and you see nil or, you're like, fuck, that was a shit game. But good to give Everton credit. And yeah, Liverpool. What went wrong for Liverpool then? What what didn't click? I think it was, I think just give Everton credit. Like they were, they were compact. They didn't give us the clear chances that, you know, for us to put it in the back of the net. So no self-criticism for Liverpool? Oh, yeah, like, have to be way better, for sure. Mm. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Oh, I can start the self-criticism. Yeah, go yeah. for it. Well, it's just because, like, it's, like, typical this season, Liverpool are just starting every game and just not playing football for the first 45 minutes. And then we always try in the last 30 <laughs> minutes of every game, and that's when we look really good. It's not good enough. Obviously, there's 90 minutes in the football game and we're playing 30 minutes of it. It's just a struggle. And there is a big lot of defaults happening, I think, because we'll probably touch more on the midfield with the Napoli game, but I guess we could touch on it now. With the midfield, like, it's just... With that being so disorganised at the moment, it's just leaking out on every other position on the pitch and we need to get that sorted ASAP. I think... I think the midfield in this game, to start at least, was dynamic. 
Like yeah. they, they were running, apart from Fabinho, he obviously just sits there. Yeah. <laughs> what was the but midfield this game? Sorry? Harvey uh, Elliott and Fabio. Yeah. This uh, is what Fabio. you've been crying out for, yeah. isn't it? Last week. Yeah. 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 Like that's, for yeah. yeah no, that's, the, like, that's what I'm saying. It was, it was good. But so, Cavallo went off at half time. Um, I think Milner came on. No, yeah, Bobby Cabello went off injured and then Bobby came on. Bobby came on, But yeah. Bobby was the big change in that game. When he came on, that's when we started looking good. Yeah. 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 So well, That's not a detrimental to How does he Cabello, get dropped though? for Nunez after mm. the performance? I mean, you guys saying he's back to his best last weekend, which was hard to disagree with, mm. and then straight away gets dropped. I think Do it was just think a was matter of fact that he'd played a lot of games in a short time. Yeah, and the thing, because with Everton, it's like Tarkowski and Cody. So Klopp was probably thinking we're going to chuck a big striker up front with physicality. They try and get some balls in the box. but Against the centre-back, <laughs> who used to play for Burnley, and mm-hmm. Brick Shittas and Connor Cody. Yeah. yeah. But they're good defenders. Like you can't just say he's playing for Burnley. Shit. No, no, no. no, I'm, he's no I'm saying they Brick Shithouse. Literally. They oh, the he said the shit. Yeah, I would argue different. If I was a... If if I was managing a side, I would think a small, technical. smaller technical striker mm. like Firmino, who drags players into places they don't want to be, would be more effective against mm. a block like Connor Cody, Tarkovsky, and uh, what's the other one? Holgate that they've got. No, I don't yeah, think Holgate played this game, did he? Well, they got Godfrey out injured, don't they? So I think they played a back. Four. They played a back four this game. Yeah, yeah. Did they? Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, right. I saw Holgate on the bench, but I Nathan Patterson tricky was tricky one because like I even. Like, so now we're, we're trying to change, not change so much, but I know Salah's playing a wider position. And, yeah, we're just trying to figure that out too because that's a big transition. Like, the last seven years, we haven't had a number nine. Now we've got one. It's like, yeah, I don't think we should be pushing Salah out wide because mm. he's, like, the best player in the world of no. what he does. And this but, season, yeah. he's looked like he's fucking wasting a shirt on that field. Like, yeah. Well, he's created the most chances in Europe. Yeah, of any player in Europe, he's also he's just, there's no one there one of the most them. clinical players in the world. Yeah, and to swap him out for a Uruguayan in Dal Nunes, who I'm, I'm not convinced that he's clinical at all in what I've seen. So his early days, mm. but the touches he takes, the the chances he misses, the goals he scored, even yeah, like you look just at the not Fulham game, the goals he scored, mm. and the, the goal he scored and the assist. Uh, miss kicks. Yeah. <laughs> I have no doubt in the world that Nunes will come good and he will score bags of goals. Once he gets his confidence in, mm. he will probably start bagging them. It's hard for me to slay him unless he's played this season. Like, he's played two games yeah. on this Everton game. It's the second game. It's hard for me to be like, he's not good enough. Mm. Um, I do feel like he needs a gel on the team, but I also think because the system's a bit broken at the moment too. Three. That's not helping him as well. Three games, isn't it? Played Fulham. Has mm. he scored? Mm. Fulham, Crystal Palace, yeah. and now Everton. Or three of them, but still. Yeah. Four, if you include Napoli. Well, we haven't. This is before <laughs> Napoli. <laughs> but, yeah, look, looking at that Liverpool team, um, something I notice is you can't fucking pass the ball either. Those long ding passes from your defence, yeah. they don't work. I was watching Trent, like, from kickoff, they boot the ball straight out. And every time they're trying to ping long balls, they either went out or got mistouched. And it's... It's oh. been such a key part of the build-up for so many years. We've done that for seven years, yeah. just getting yeah. the kick-off and booting it up. But the purpose of that is just to put the pressure on their defence so we can press. But it just went straight out. It yeah. barely yeah. crossed into the second half of the opposition half. Like There were so many passes I watched. I'm like, what the fuck are they doing? Yeah, mm. like, yep. Just booting it straight out of play. I've seen the, um, that one thing with Liverpool is those cross diagonals that Robbo and Trent both hit. Trent yeah. hits a lot more, but the cross diagonals too. 
counterparts. Mm. And mm. that is like one of Liverpool's most effective ways of reshuffling that sort of their defence. Mm. It works so effectively, it has done in previous years, where they, they switch that ball and their whole defence has to come. And yeah. Naturally, you create holes because they're just unorganised then. Yeah. Um, and that's down to because the wingers are too wide. So there's there's not enough space out wide for those pings to even yeah, happen well, either. I, yeah, well, could be that. But yeah, I just, for some reason, it's, they're not hitting. They're not for like they're miss hitting. I've seen seen Trent in that game miss hit a few. Because usually when you when we play those diagonal balls, usually like just just say past tense, like Mane, Bobby and Salah are all on the line of the box, yeah, like on the edge of the box, and Robbo and Trent like touching the wings, and usually that works because the defenders are trying to mark our wingers and our centre mids, and that just yeah. leaves room for um, Robbo and Trent. But now with Salah and Diaz getting pushed more wide, like that space is in there. And we're still trying those balls. I think it's just because it's our instinct to do it, but it's not working. So that r- the whole restructure I said would happen mm. seems to be happening. Yeah. But I don't see that. In the forward line. I don't know if it's a bad thing. It's just, again, adjusting to it. It just depends how we're looking towards Christmas, I reckon. If it's still a problem then, then it's, yeah, then it's a bigger problem. But Yeah, well, it is, like you said, it is early doors. Yeah, um, but I got fucking, yeah, our owners need to invest like, I was looking this morning with the fourth most valuable club in the world, worth nearly $5 billion. Every net, Every window, we're basically making profit. Like, this window, we made $9 million profit. And we're still not investing in our team. Like, what's the point in having a team that is so successful and has a chance to dominate football, but instead just keep using your club as a money pit? It's ridiculous. I feel like when you're on top as well, well, close to the top, we'll say, um, you have to keep reinvesting all the time to make sure you stay there. <clears throat> like City, Do Madrid. Not, I, I somewhat disagree with your thoughts on the owners. Um, I, would, for one, would bite your hand off if you offered me FSG over Glazers. Yeah, but it's like... I just think... I think they're smarter. They're not, they're not one of those money pits like City, like Newcastle now, like teams like that, like Chelsea, who are just going to buy the best players. They're a lot smarter. Yes, you're not going to get a window where you buy every single thing you need. Mm. But if you look at Liverpool side, like you've got injuries at the moment, but you've got a, a massive ma- amount of midfielders. Yeah, we've got dead wood. That's one of the problems too. We have to get rid of yeah, players. That, that's the same with one thing with like being a United fan. We both know you can't just sign players and leave dead wood in the club. Mm. And selling players is another key thing. And if Klopp doesn't want to let them go, that's not yeah. on the owners. Like I don't, I think we've all talked before. Klopp's one of Klopp's favorite midfielders is Cater. Mm. To me, he shouldn't be in that side. Mm. Milner still there. Mm. He's just a, a natural Ox. professional. Ox is still. I don't know how that man is still mm. on a contract. <laughs> and you've got you've bought in Cavell. You've bought in a midfield. You bought in Arthur on loan. Mm. I know that was a panic signing. But Last twelve hours, but it doesn't fix the problem. Like this is not just. This window, like this has been going since Genie left. Like when Adam left, it was the, one of the biggest parts of our midfield. And ever since then, we just haven't brought in a box-to-box replacement. Like, yeah, we brought in Cavalier, but he's like a left-winger Elliot? attacking winger. Elliot, he's like a winger attacking midfielder. We haven't actually got like a solid box-to-box midfielder since when Adam left because he was probably like the best in our team to do that. And ever since, we just haven't reinvested and it's been like two to three years. I think the only one we've got really is Hendo, but <clears throat> I think he's trying that hard to um, get us going that he finds himself too far forward. Yeah. And that's and it leaves us exposed a bit when he plays. Um, Arthur, well, we're not talking about 
Champions League just yet, but played his first game against Napoli. He was not too bad. Um, yeah. Did he play, did he? Did he start? For a bit, no. No, he played like 15 minutes. But the thing with Arthur, this is his first game back in four months off from injury. Yeah. And he's been in the club for like a week. Yeah. So he's going to take time to get adjusted to. It's just, yeah. I think our success is all down the Klopp, not really our owners. Like our owners yeah. are good, but I think our Klopp's just really good at picking out. And this team of people are really good at picking out cheap people that are really good. But Klopp didn't want Salah. That was FSG. Yeah. Klopp wanted Jude Bellingham this year, which is why he didn't sign any other midfielders. Yeah. Because they couldn't get him this year. Yeah. From what I've read, (coughs) Klopp in the last couple of years has taken over transfers Transfers. for the most part, which is why there's been less. And that's why he went and spent the money on Nunez because he said, I need him. Yeah. Which is what United have done and which isn't good. But the thing with Bellingham, like, we can't get him until next season. We found that out, like, the start of the window. But then we don't loan someone to the last 12 hours. Like, when you think that business will get done quicker? Yeah. Just to get someone so in the team. Naturally, I'd question Klopp more than I question FSG. Because, like, when Klopp first came in, FSG had the list for him. They're like, look, you want a winger? Here's a list of wingers. And yeah. they ended up going for Mo Salah, who wasn't top of that list. Yeah, I think Klopp's he was, like, out. third or fourth. Yeah, Klopp's mm-hmm. come out and said he wasn't top of that list and he wasn't ideal. But... That's an inspired... Same with Bobby. Yeah. Bobby, well, it was probably more of Klopp because he's seen him in the Bundesliga. Brendan Rodgers signed Bobby. And actually, no, the club signed Bobby, actually, because Rodgers didn't want him. Mm. But there you go, so... There's, I mean, yeah, they're... they're (laughs) Scouting in FSG, like, what they do, their structure is good. Well, They, uh, they, they might not spend, as I said, they might not spend the big dollars and bring in players and players and players, but... I think that's to do with Klopp too. Like he's a pl- he's a coach to me that he wants to use what he's got. He, very he, he has a very yeah. like good relationship with the players, like Harvey Elliott, yeah. like we said. And before this season, I don't think anyone had an issue with Harvey Elliott playing that box to box midfield role. I don't no. have a problem with it. That's that's, that's not the issue. No, no. he's been one of the better exactly. players. players. Exactly, but like that's going to be the same as Carvalho. Like he's going to be molded into that. That'll take time. But then you've got, you know, you've still got Thiago on, that needs to come back. Thiago, for me, is one of the big issues for your midfield because you rely on him now. Like, before you got Thiago, it was runners. That's how you ran a midfield. You just had runners. We had the same midfield. It's just that our injuries weren't as bad. We didn't have Thiago. That's what I'm saying. Like, you had runners. Yeah. So you, you, you didn't... Like, t- when Thiago plays for you, you just rely on him picking passes, I think. Yeah, that's that's what it comes across to me. He's he's your, he pulls your strings. It keeps the ball moving. Yeah. Mm. So when he's not there now, and he's such an injury prone player, you know, you you just lack that because you don't have another player like Thiago. That's the one thing you lack, and not many clubs do. So signing yeah. someone, I do agree, but Jude Bellingham would be maybe not Thiago, but he is he's, he's a holding player. out for Jude Bellingham to. I would. As a, as a fan, I would fucking love if my club... If I knew that we were... Same as when you got Van Dyke and you just held out for him. Yeah. Same with Konate. Like, you do it all the time. You'd, you'd sign Ben Pearson and fucking... That was it, wasn't it? Yeah. When Konate, when you won Konate, Ben Pearson, that fucking... Davies. Yeah. Oh, Davies. Ben yeah, Davies, yeah. 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 Okay, sorry. Ben slapped the club. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, but that's what that's what I mean. You just held out. Like, you just didn't just go panic buy and buy... Loaned in Kabak and got Davies and then... And then in the window that Canate was available, you signed him. So, like, I'm excited to wait for Bellingham, but I'm just answering the criticism for now. Like, yeah. Just what's the problem now? 
No, it is it. the midfield. But when we get Bellingham, that's going to be a big difference. Like, Thiago's amazing, but we do need a box-to-box midfielder. Can I we've missed that since Wijnaldum. Ask another question. Hmm. Is the defence not a problem? Yeah, the defence is a problem, but I think that's a big contributor of the midfield too because our midfield was our engine for defending as well. Like, we'll be covered so much for our attack and play because our midfield was such an engine in our team. Now that midfield's gone, and that's why you've seen all the holes, especially with Trent, and especially with Gomez, and you've seen all these holes come in the back line because our midfield's so disorganised that our structure's not working now. The thing with the defence and their lack of protection from the midfield is... With the high line, <coughs> you obviously you have to be ready to run back, mm. which I think Gomez has lacked a bit, yeah. probably even Virgil a little bit. But you need that bit of help from the midfield because they're not pressing; they're to not they're not close enough to the other team's midfield. They can just easily just put one in behind. Yeah. If we're a bit closer in the middle, those balls don't happen. Yeah, yeah. they can't and get the ball you, from under the feet, and you don't have to you don't have to run back. Yeah, it's like we we our defense keep that high line so that we can stay on the press, mm-hmm. but at the moment there's no press. Yeah, so I think that's why you see the defensive frailties. But it's not. I don't think it's all to do with the back four. Mm-hmm. The the midfield especially need to run a lot more. And the reason why Trent's getting called out, like I know one on one is not that good, but the reason he gets called out up there as well because <coughs> Elliot's playing on that right centre mid. I love Elliot, but he's still like 18 years old. He's inexperienced. He doesn't really know the defending side of the game. Like Trent would be hugging that right right mid side of the field, like the final third. Elliot would be in that pocket behind him. He'll lose the ball, and then you'll see like a left winger or a left back sprint into Trent's position, and he won't even chase him. Then that way Gomez is getting pulled out. There's a striker pulling in the middle, and then Dyke's got like two players. He's got to try and cover. Robbo's trying to track back. And before, those problems weren't happening because we actually had the structure in the midfield that would deal with those problems before those problems even occur. But now our midfield is so disorganised that when players bomb down these wings or through the centres, like we don't have that cover. Yeah, well, um, I was going to say, should we move forward and touch back up on the defence in the Napoli game? Because that's where mm. I've seen the issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Everton it wasn't too bad. But hats off to Everton too, by the yeah. way. And uh, I just want to say one, uh, two things. But the first thing is, Scouse, your, your favourite player in the world, Jordan Pickford, <laughs> 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 rubbish keeper. Yeah, he was he was quite rubbish great, keeper yeah. in your rubbish in your. Uh, we must words. Been listening to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! What a performance he put on. Allison as well. Allison made yeah. a three or four ridiculously good saves. And yeah. also, Alex Awobi, Scouse's other favourite player. <laughs> yeah. Fucking. <laughs> What a season he's had yeah. transitioning into that centre mid role. He was unreal. So show, showing so much heart and fight for the badge. He rose to the occasion. Same about Nana as well. Yeah, fully played well. Oh no, Nana. The other thing I wanted to touch on is Van Dyke's challenge red card. No, for me it is. Uh, it, <laughs> no, <laughs> because you take those, you take those shots and you see the stills and you go, oh yeah, that's a red card. Yeah, if you pause for pause it. Yeah. Like well, wait. Send him off then. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's a freaking. It's not like he, if he came in throwing a like oblique kick. Yeah. Or a, like. No, I'm I'm being I'm being a bit funny, being but I said to, I did <laughs> I did say to Jackie when he was giving me a trim yesterday. I said, 
If it was a United player, like a good United player, I wouldn't want him off. But if it was like Fred, like, yeah, send, <laughs> send, him, send him off. <laughs> Wait till you're open, Liam. All right, then. Let's move on to our predictions. Yeah. Um, unsurprisingly, none of us got it right. Uh, Scouse and Jackie both had it 4-0. Benny had it 2-0. I had it 3-1, all in the favour of Liverpool. Nil all. Can I just say, this is the worst week we've had for predictions so far. This was a tough week, to I want a big shout-out to Jackie and Scouse, who actually got... Significant points, but Benny, you did not. <laughs> this that's no different to any other week. In the <laughs> this year in the Premier League is so odd. We didn't decide yeah. on a forfeit, like, did we? Yeah. <laughs> There's so many odd things happening in the oh, league mate. this season. It's all over the shop, and we're not even at the exciting point yet. We're not even reaching World Cup times and any of that. The one, the one team that I normally think, all right, you can bank on them winning. City drew against Villa, so it's like well, fucking not. Jump ahead just yet. <laughs> God, we have a structure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and Brentford leads. Brentford yeah? leads. There's a structure. There we go. What a fantastic game of football this was. Mr. Ivan yeah, Tony. Ivan Tony. Uh, you're a Liverpool fan, so don't come to Man United. But also, before I knew that, come to Man United. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sensational. All of his, everything he did in this game, his movement, his vision, his technical ability on full display. What a man. We might sign them, eh? <laughs> <laughs> we just spent a hundred million pounds on a union. Straight swap, yeah. Nunez. Yeah. Apparently he was like second. Oh, after Nunez. After Nunez, We yeah. were in talks with him too. Yeah. He's, um, I rate him so much. Yeah, he's a fucking yeah. weapon, man. Honestly, that free kick he hit. Yeah. Inch. And... He doesn't take run-ups for set pieces. No. Not for penalties, not for free kicks. He's just, just one step. One step, bang. Yeah. And to generate that much power and that much yeah. swazimataz, <laughs> brilliant technique. Yeah. What a swazimataz. man. Swazimataz. <laughs> but yes. the rest of Brentford too, like... Yeah. Look good. Wissa, mm. the goal at the end. Fantastic. Yeah. De Silva. Could have squared fantastic. that too, I think. Yeah. but Tony could have got four. Took it on himself. And Leeds weren't... At Leeds were scrappy. They were involved... It Who scored Leeds' as goals? Sinistera and Mark yeah, Walker. That Sinistera, Sinistera goal was fucking... He, hasn't he started to lighten He's up? come on heat. Yeah. It's good to see... Maybe we're not giving the Eredivisie enough credit, obviously. They produce brilliant managers, right. brilliant you know, players. I want to see in the Premier League, player we were looking at, Gakpo. Yeah, Cody, Cody Gakpo. Gakpo. He looks like he's going to be a weapon. I was secretly hoping we get him over yeah. Anthony for the... The price tag, so we could have yeah. a little bargain he was, burner. But he was player of the season the Eredivisie last season, mm-hmm. and we could have got him for 40, 50 million pound. Mm-hmm. And so said we signed Anthony for a ninety million pound, who, <laughs> who put up like not even half the goal contributions as Cody Gakpo. But would he have scored I'm his debut against Arsenal <laughs> at Old Trafford? Then, yeah. well, I don't know. But yeah, what a fantastic game of football this was. Move ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that structure. <laughs> One thing I wanted to say on this. Um, <laughs> Is does Tony get a call up for England? Yes. Oh fuck, he has to. Yes. Who's yeah. who do England have other than Harry Kane? That's fine. Callum Wilson. To say that. Callum Wilson, if he was fit, but behind Harry Kane, Jamie Vardy drops out. Surely. Yeah. Well, Vardy's been retired since 2016. Has he? Bamford was probably the the other one. Bamford would have been in there, but he probably won't get a Tony has to be second choice. Yeah, I'll even argue to put him in. Who's it? Yeah, he's. There's not not many strikers like him too who has Mm-mm. everything to their game. He's similar to Kane. Him and Kane are very similar. Yeah. In the fa- yeah. But I think Tony's probably a bit well, he's a bit faster and he's a bit more nimble. Kane's but just Kane's better got, at everything. Kane is, despite all those things, he still scores 
20 odd goals a year. Yeah. He's just a freak. He's just far to back than that. Yeah. And he's England's captain, so he's never ever going to be dropped. And I don't yeah. want him to either. But Ivan Tony, I want him in that World Cup squad because he will just pop up. Yeah, you can pull him off the bench. He's light for light. He's faster. He's more aggressive. Yeah, I, I don't think there's any reason why he's not at the World Cup this year. Same I love day. I love to see this. I love to see this, these big strikers, these big number nines getting goals. It's all, the football's turning towards yeah, big number nines. It is. And it, I love to watch it. Heaven be. I'm yeah. waiting for my call up. I'm here. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> you want a big number nine with a man, but I'm here. <laughs> no, Archie Gray. The <laughs> no, saga continues. He's just going to get mentioned every week. Archie Gray, if you ever hear this podcast, we're worried about you, yeah. mate. Let <laughs> us know the truth. Yeah, what a fantastic game of football. Obviously for Leeds, um, Jesse Marsh's red card. Jesse too. Marsh getting sent. I mean, great passion from him. Yeah, fair dues. He's been an absolute mentalist on the sideline all year, so it's not surprising that he's getting sent for a red. But yeah, good on him. I mean, good on him, whatever. <laughs> it's not like he was out there punching someone in the head. Yeah. He didn't start a fight or anything. He's just passionate and pushing the referees for better results. Um, yeah. Predictions? Unless he's sort of abusing the ref. Yeah, well done, but... No, he was just being pedantic. He just really yeah. wanted him yeah, to make a decision. Americans, too, they always sound like they're angry. <laughs> Even when they're... No, he did look like he was angry, though. He looked... He looked very angry, but credit to him, you know. And credit to Leeds for sticking in there even after that. It's kind of after that point the game started to slip out of him, but what can you do? You can't make tactical changes when you've not got yeah. your coach there. Um, so predictions for this one. Scarcity, you had it 2-1 Brentford. Jackie, you had it 2-all. Benny, you had it 1-all. And I had it 1-0 Leeds. So one, one, one point for Scarcity there. Ew. Newcastle <laughs> versus Crystal Palace. The start of the VAR shithousery. What? Wait, yeah. What a game this could have been. <laughs> 10 first, 11 thing. Yeah. The two surprise teams that have come out this year, um, both better than Aston Villa. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Right, to <laughs> me, that's a, that's a Newcastle win. Mm. I'm right out of a good game. I cannot believe how that goal has not stood for, yeah. for well, the own goal from Mitchell. Pushes Willick in the back, who goes into Guaita, takes him out, and then the ball bounces yeah. off Mitchell. Yeah, that's that that's complete, fucking terrible. Complete yeah. and utter tomfoolery the, there. The worst part is the, the ref blew a goal. He blew no foul, he blew a goal, and then the VAR overturned it. Do you mm. think we should only have VAR for offsides? Only? I mean, uh, even then. But it's hard. I think VAR, look... I'm gonna say it now, and I'm gonna. Oh, look, our big boys. <laughs> VAR can fuck off now. It's been a fun experiment. It's never we gonna tried it. It's it's, it's it's never gonna. It's, it's the helped future some of goals, football. It's fucked some goals, but the way it kills football, like the way any time a team scores a goal, they celebrate and they all have to stop, and the fans yeah. all have to stop, and when that VAR check goes green. You carry it like yeah. There's fuck that shit off. <laughs> there's been a couple of them the last couple. I wouldn't mind if it was only offsides. Like tackles and challenges, like the ref can fucking see the field, whether he decides it's a free kick or not. Yeah, up to him. What, like referees are dickheads. Fair enough. They all suck. <laughs> None, nobody likes them. Whatever. But they're on the field and they paid a lot of money to do the job. Yeah. Yeah. Don't let some muppet who's not even in the stadium fucking watching TikToks on his phone make decisions. Make a decision over the bloke who's there. He can feel the game. He can feel because that's a part of refereeing. It's yeah. understanding the gameplay and how everyone's feeling. Understanding right. If I call a yellow here. 
everyone's going to punch each other in the head, but we're here to play football. Like, don't fucking ruin our games. I'm sick of it. Like, it was fun. We've had a lot of fun with it. Liverpool, the memes, I love it. Fantastic. It was great. I'm ready for it to be gone now. I don't... I want football back. See, I, I'm of a different opinion. A I think... Wrong opinion. <laughs> 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 I think it needs to stay. I think there's a place in it for it, like, for, for the game, but... It just needs to be done better. Like, I don't understand how it's so hard to see a clear and obvious error. Like, in that... We can't in have five-minute breaks anytime there's a foul, though. Yeah. Anytime anything I, happens I, in the box, there's a five-minute break. I agree. I think big decisions, I think, yeah, fair enough. But, you know, through the game, like, little decisions, stuff like that. Like, the way they do it now is not that bad. It's not that bad. It's just been really highlighted this week because this weekend's was just there was about four packed full of them yeah really really bad decisions and then Europe as well there was a couple that were terrible which we touch on but you know I just th- there's a place in the game for it 100% and it, I'll tell you right now it's not going anywhere no it's of not, course it's, it's not the because it, of fo- it's all money so and it's not, bullshit but it's not it, going it's anywhere it's, it, it's technology that can only help the game what the problem is is the people behind VAR the people judging the people saying, in his ear, saying, oh, hang on, I think you made an error here. Go look at the screen. That's the issue. It's not the cameras. It's not VAR. No. It's the no. people watching television. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's the whole thing. It's the fact that we've got a recovery system for a human referee for if they make a mistake. But that recovery system is another human looking at screens. <laughs> yeah, so, but that's so the only way to correct commu- human error is to have different humans' judgment. Like, two, two, four, like three sets of eyes. My big thing is have three people in the box or two or three people in the box that, yeah. that come to a conclusive no, decision. because then it, instead of five, it's five minutes for one bloke making a decision by himself. It'd be fucking 20 if we had three Muppets in there going, well, I don't know, from this angle it looks like a hammer. No, from this <laughs> angle it looks like... Get out of my... Get out. I don't, the problem is there, like what you're saying, is too many opinions. Yeah. Well, most like, of the time that the rest run to the sideline and watch the box themselves anyway. Yeah. So they're the ones eventually yeah. making the decision. So just give them a fucking iPad they run around with. They just pull it out and go, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah done. Like an iPhone or something? Right. Well, there's, I think there's ways to improve it. I think yeah. that's how it should be done. It shouldn't be it's someone, like, it could be, it could work if someone was just like, I think this might be far, go check it. And yeah. straight away, the ref looks at it once or twice yeah. and goes, nah, or yeah. They've got a little phone it. on their back pocket. They pull it out. They go, yeah, pull the glasses out, fucking. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, no, that looks like a penalty. Like, the, yeah. It's the theatrics of it. It's the vo- like. It's just it kills games. And for decisions like this one, yeah, like there, Newcastle have been robbed of an obvious goal, obvious three points. Like, and That's for di- and for what? Yeah, for some dickhead in a box, not in the stadium, to say, "Oh yeah, no, it's not foul." Well, that yeah. yeah. No, I do. I agree. But Irish, I just think, yeah. You go. Sorry, I, I was just going to say. I I think I agree that there's ways to improve it. Definitely, um, but. It's good, I but I think leave it up to the ref. Like you said, yeah. give them like a little device, tablet or something yeah. that can fit in this pocket they can run around with. Or like even those ones, you know those straps you used to get in your arm, you just put your yeah. phone in it? Like one of those. Yeah, yeah you literally run around with a Ben 10 style. <laughs> there's, there's no, the way it is yes. now is such a terrible way of doing it. Yeah. Like it's, and it just killed. I'm so sick of every time you score a goal, you have to like wait. Or you can go like well, it's killed celebrations too. Yeah, well, like Richarlison well. the other week for his Tottenham goal, where he take his shirt, his shirt off. off. What well, was this week? Was it not? Yeah. Connor Cody went yeah. off. 
in the Liverpool Everton game. Oh, thank fuck for that. He thought he scored. <laughs> yeah. He knew he didn't score. Like, <laughs> no, he did. He's fucking yeah. take his shirt off. But You're crazy. Again, like that. See, like, Jimenez is not this weekend gone, but the weekend before when he did the eye patch celebration. Yeah. That was ruled off. <laughs> like, um, so all these great moments, like not just the goals, but like the whole stadiums erupt. There's yeah. 50,000 people going mental. And then it all comes to a halt. Because some dickhead in a box has seen you two millimetres offside, or they haven't seen the fact there's a man underneath a goalkeeper holding him, blocking him from making a save. I don't agree with the <sighs> millimetre thing. Like, it should be clear and obvious for offside. Yeah. Like, if someone's shoulders like this much offside, yeah, that should not count. Think that's no advantage. The, yeah, that's great the great But then, yeah, another like argument for that, because I've, I've heard arguments saying the opposite. With offside, that's not down to interpretation. Offside is clear and obvious. There's yeah. a line. If you pass the line, you're offside. But allow for the human error because we've missed so many fantastic goals don't, due to give shoelace is. They don't even call it anymore, but like it's not. You can't allow for human error because the way they set up is yeah. all right. Well, that's all to but facilitate VAR. So if you don't have yeah. VAR, it goes back to the old. With penalties, they allow it. So penalties, you could have your arm like this in the box, a wide, like so wide from your leg, it'll hit your arm, and like oh, it's just a natural position. So it's not a penalty. They didn't that do it in Europa all League, the time. Yeah. Someone, someone, someone tell similar. the fucking Europa League yeah, refs we'll that, get to that <laughs> game when we fucking <laughs> vanish gets. Should we get the dugout in the boxes of these stadiums? <laughs> Honestly. Lads on tour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, be a, I'll, I'll be a... a fucking contract. I'll be a VAR referee. And you know what I'll do? Every time a goal goes in, I'll go, yeah, that's a goal. Don't even look at it. Move on. I don't care if it hit him square in the hand and he had them both out like that doing the fucking Macarena and it hit him in the hand. I've got an announcement. FIFA, get the dugout to the World Cup. Your dog. be your VARs. Well, um, I'm actually banned from Qatar. <laughs> Stop wanking in the airport, so much. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Look, oh, I want to give a shout out to Kieran Trippier as well, England's best right back. Can't wait to see it at the World Cup, mate. Uh, Aaron Wampasaka, mate. Yeah, go fucking. Um, nah, fair play. Predictions for this one: Scarcy, you had it three-one Newcastle. Jackie, you also had it three-one Newcastle. Uh, Benny, you had it one-nil Crystal Palace, and I had it two-all. Nil all. So I'll take the one point That's there. Cow. Um, Nottingham versus Bournemouth. What a comeback! Did you get? I think I did. Solanke. Well Bournemouth have missed Solanke so much. I was saying that thing last week because Solanke banged over 30 goals for them last season. Mm. They just came back from injury now and I think that's starting to show how much of a positive impact that's having on Bournemouth having that big number nine up front. Well for him. New manager too. Billing strike. Fucking just belts it. Solanke does a fucking mm. bicycle top right. and like, fuck. That was some good football. That, in that, um, that young fellow, Anthony, that they had who came on, he looked... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he he I'm pretty sure he came from non-league football this season before last. Oh, really? Bournemouth signed him from non-league, I feel like. Yeah. Quote me, but don't quote me. Some gems in there. Bournemouth, you know, we are very harsh on them last week. <laughs> I think this, this changes nothing for me, though. No, they're still going down. Yeah. They're still going down, but at least they've picked up more points. We said last week they might not pick up any more points this year. I've got three. Yeah. So, and again, Nottingham Forest, I am not convinced by the fact that they signed 21 players and those players aren't playing in the best positions. Jesse Lingard is playing centre mid behind Morgan Gibbs-White. Oh. Very confusing. 
We've got Bournemouth. They haven't had that much of a bad start. I think we just look at that battering 9-0 from Liverpool. But no. They've got seven points. Like That's decent. I don't even look at that. 13th. I look at the fact they sat their manager who was that was shocking. capable. And now they're not going to pick up many more points than that. I think without a real manager in charge. Unless they get someone like Daishi in. But even then, like... Yeah. Yeah. Is he still without a club? Sometimes, yeah. sometimes it is the right... As much as like we spoke about how <coughs> it was um, maybe not... Fair on Scott Parker. Sometimes it is the right decision. Sometimes when you get to that next stage in your career, you need to change things. We've seen it so many times where people stay, lo- like teams stay loyal to managers and they just, it doesn't pay off. And <laughs> Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're fucking, uh, well, who was it? <laughs> Relax, dude. <laughs> Fuck, I've Roy Hodgson, that's it. Yeah. I, I saw his face in my head and I couldn't picture his name. But Roy I think it could be, um, it could be the time for it. Like, I think that it could be the best thing for Bournemouth. As mm. much as, you know, you don't like to see it in the game. Same as, no. we'll touch on them, but, yeah. you know, same as Tuchel at Chelsea. Um, They've had a lot better start than the fourth, they would. Like, seven points from six games. It's not bad, considering they've played three of the top six. You think, like, Leicester has one point in six games. Yeah. West Ham has four points in six games. Like It's, yeah, it's not that bad. It It, it, it really isn't. So, you know, never know. If they can pick up, like, six points in their next... My th- I think I think Bournemouth only go downhill because yeah. their squad is not capable of playing two games a week. Mm. I know they don't have Europe or anything like that, but your domestic cup's no, coming cups. to play. And, well, no, the fact yeah. fixtures are going to be a bit more congested. Obviously, yeah, we're losing Queen. this week due to the Queen. Yeah. Possibly next week if the funeral's next week. That's what really kills these lower teams. That's mm. why I think Forrest may be... Do okay. I know that they've got a completely new eleven and then second eleven, mm. but they once they start gelling and they've got a good a good coach. Steve Cooper's a very good coach. Steve Cooper's a good coach. When they start Dean gelling, Brown. they've got the depth to to deal with the, the flux of, influx of games. They've yeah. got that. Like some of the players they've got, you just think, how in the fucking they, world? They've got unreal. Lodi. But it's just. I don't understand. I don't think he knows what to do with all the players he has. Yeah. That'll got come. Such good players everywhere. Like you can't play Morgan Gibbs White and Jesse Lingard. Of but you've given one the number ten and one the number eleven. But then, but then he's not playing a real midfield behind them. So Jesse Lingard last week, when you look at the heat map, he's a centre mid. Yeah. Jesse Lingard's never been a centre mid. He flourishes in that space between the lines. Yes. Like, but so does Morgan Gibbs White. So how do you balance that? And well, they've got they've brought in other players to balance. Like they've got Kuyate, they've got Ryan Yates. You know, they've got players that can balance. He just needs to find when they start gelling. I think they'll do okay. But how many of the twenty-one players and the world-class twenty-one players he's brought in? Because some of those players are world-class. Yeah. How many of them have been told, "All right, you're gonna be playing a lot of football this year"? So then he's got to put them in. But then the other ones, he's told that, and then all these youth. Quality players that he's told, well, oh, you're going to get minutes. Well, how are that's they above get our pay grade, mate. That's his. That's his job. Oh, <laughs> and I know from playing FIFA, if you promise someone, the <laughs> 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 I've, given, I've given my sixteen-year-old critical <laughs> contract time. Do not want that morale to go down, <laughs> mate. Hop <laughs> on next game, Mister McCarthy. Should I play? <laughs> 
Hey, when cunts do that to me in FIFA, I want to sell my yeah. I bench him on but purpose. Please, just to fucking reserves. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Gaffer, just seen the team sheet and I'm not on yeah. it today. Hope I'm, I'm not just going to be a sub this week, Gaffer. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to play you, cunt. Now you're getting sold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Focus on your football and then yeah. go straight to the transfer list. Yeah. Question, question me. <laughs> Yeah, um, you put them on the transfer list. They say, "I think this is the best move." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! But yeah, shout out to Bournemouth picking up some points. Um, shout out to Solanke. It's good to see him. I mean, pick did, up the strike. Henderson save another penalty. Yes, fuck, he's good though. Dean Henderson, mate, he's coming in the World Cup. Pickers and Henderson. Henderson, love to see it. Although, I mean, fuck, he. There was a, f- I think there was one of the goals. Yeah, where he, I did. Thought. he does fluff chances. Yeah, though. that's why he's good at penalty. He's good on him. Well, that's why, that's why we're taking. That's why I'll take him over Chelsea Ramsdale. To be honest, no way you take him over Ramsdale. Yeah, I take him over Ramsdale. No fucking way. Yeah, I take him over Ramsdale every day. I don't. Rambo Ramsdale should be like starting. No way. Look, that's a that's a conversation for later in the anyway, year. Anyway, let's uh, move. Yeah, forward. Uh, predictions for this one. Uh, Skies and Jack, unsurprisingly, had it the same. Both two all for <laughs> Nottingham. Close. Benny, you had it one 0 Nottingham, and I had it two one Bournemouth. So my football <laughs> well brain done, is Cal. brilliant. Very similar again this week. Every time. What's God, next? Just kiss each other. Yeah, on your list, Cal. What are you? Tottenham versus Fulham. Did we ch- touch on? Chelsea West Ham no, is that we'll next? It's because they were kicked off at the same time. Oh, right, okay. When I put them on the list and when they come in is when they finish their game. So at time and that moves them around. Big Mitrovic, six goals already. He's getting that 10, Kel. Mate, he's <laughs> still got plenty of time to drop off. What mate. a goal to this one. <laughs> yeah. actually. I mean, what a game. Again, Spurs looked marvellous. Again, I thought. Marvellous. Oiver getting forward. Marvellous is hard. I don't think they look marvellous. I think this is the game looked that... Um, Rich Allison had that outside the foot assist. Yes, indeedy. Yeah. No, no, that was not him, was it not? Oh, he was juggling and stuff. I don't know. I can't. And big Sunny hitting the crossbar. He's not. He's having the. He's having the shocking season. He's Jack, just not finding the back of the Jack net. Jack might have pulled out the shot of the year. Yeah. The sunny drop off year. Like <laughs> <laughs> genius. He's, he's still moving forward and looking electric, but he just lacks that. That finishing touch, obviously, yeah. shots like this, and he's had other shots this year. Where last year they would have just dropped in, and he'd be, yeah, running away. Um, Harry Kane, still magnificent. Doing Harry Kane things, still magnificent. Carries that team. I thought Perisic looked good. Perisic has been so good for Conte this year. Well, yeah, Sessegnon started this one. Surprised Bissouma. <laughs> <or something. laughs> I just hope for Son's sake. Sorry, <laughs> I hope for Son's sake that. He continues playing because, mm. and I've heard a bit of chat with um, Spurs fans that they really want to play Richarlison and Kulisevsky next to Kane mm. and drop Son. I can understand, like, if he's not performing, it's, it's all about form. That, that's what yeah. fans, like, well, naturally do is, like, we'll drop him, but still a world-class player. Yeah. Well, I, I touched on it last episode and I said that I don't think it's a, an issue having three good forwards for two positions. I think... Not yeah, no, but it's no, yeah, yeah. I'm agreeing. Through a season, like I mean, they're in the Champions League. Like, as I said before, there is so many games to play, and R- Richarlison will get minutes. I think that's <coughs> he knows that. Kulusevski dropped out. This was Richarlison's first start, which mm. I think we all sort of saw coming. Yeah, um, I didn't see Richar. Uh, I didn't see Kulusevski getting the drop, but yeah, um, it just shows as well. Conte showing faith in Sun still. Yeah, mm. you know the qualities are there. He does a lot off the ball that. 
Yeah, you know, his he movement d- off the ball unlocks. Yeah, mm. he's like, even when he's not involved, he's involved. So still doing his job. Yeah, like he doesn't have to score of the win. No, you don't have to. Score he needs he needs to goals. bag that first goal. Is what Sonny needs. He needs yeah. that first one to go in. Yeah. And he's I think he did score an offside goal in this game too. Yeah, I think he did actually. Um, Fulham look good again. They look good. Shout out to Marco Silva. Yeah, he's been rubbish every other time he's come up to the Prem. His <laughs> team actually plays nice football. Um, yeah. I worry about them if they lose Mitrovic. If they lose Mitrovic big time, I think... I don't think they've got to worry till next season. I think he stays full. No, I mean, if he gets injured this year, oh. he's a big... Well, they got Vinicius. They um, signed that Vinicius from Benfica, I think. Yeah, cool. th- but he played for Tottenham and he was rubbish when he was there, so... And they got Willian too. Yeah, now? their bench is pretty good. The, on the bench for that game, they had Kearney, Willian, Duffy, James, and Babu, and Diop, and Vinicius. Yeah, decent bench. They do. They're gonna. Yeah. They're, um, one thing I like about Marcus Silva is he's weeding in the new players. Like he's yeah. not just just throwing like, them in the deep end. Yeah. Like I mean, Nottingham have to, but like teams <laughs> like that where yeah. they're just throwing all their players straight in their side. Yeah. Even yeah. Spurs, like Conte. Started like the first game, no, pl- none of the new players started, but he's we- he's weeding them in, yeah, gradually. Same as Marco Silva. Like, I- I'm surprised Mbabu hasn't pushed into that first team yet, yeah, um, definitely getting there, yeah, definitely getting there. Um, makes for me as well, Diop's got to be in there over mm. Tim Ream, mm. yeah, Tim Ream's that weak link in that defense for me next um, week, surely. Well, he's skipper, so it's going to be interesting yeah. to see if he drops him. Sometimes dropping your skipper in front of centre-back is the best thing <laughs> yeah. you can do as a football club. Does he have the kahunas to yeah. do it, though? That's Just don't play him in Europe. Europe. Yeah. <laughs> Europe. Oh Pereira, Pereira, but Pereira's been there spark and light as well, behind Mitrovic. Yeah, yeah um, I do like Pereira. The presses he does, the, the energy he brings, just very good for shout Fulham. Out, shout out to him. Shout out to Fulham. I mean, they're doing far better than we predict them to do. Was our Padikiani or was Well, speaking of it, um, Scassi and Jackie, unsurprisingly, both had it the same, 3-1 to Tottenham. Um, Benny had it 1-0 Fulham, and I also had it 3-1 to Tottenham. 1-0 Fulham. I'll see you copy, and I'll say that. Yeah, well, you Fuck, Ben really wants to wear that Liverpool shirt at the end of the season, doesn't he? What, what are you doing, mate, honestly? Well, you know. <laughs> You're dragging cow down with you. Yeah. Look, have a good hard look in the mirror, right? I can't do it all That's for a all tough, yeah. That, to be fair... Well, Fulham have been playing well. Shut, I've shut seen it happen. Shut <laughs> your mouth. Wolves versus Southampton. Another game this season involving Wolves, which is a low-scoring one. Yeah, You missed Chelsea-West Ham. Classic we'll Wolves. Back to it. It's on the list. Are these the same time frame still? Yeah. Mm. Right. Okay, sorry. Yeah. I think Dior were besides... City, Villa. Villa. And after that, it was different. But, fuck, finally, Wolves getting some... Um, getting the win. Scoring I mean, a goal. Yeah. <laughs> Finally <laughs> getting the win. The win. Um, First win of the season. I will admit, I didn't watch this game. So know. The goal was shit, pretty shit. Yeah. yeah. It's just <laughs> a classic Wolves game, really, where they are just compact. Nothing really happens. Like, there wasn't there wasn't much, like, possession, 51% to 49. Like, yeah. it was just, yeah, there's not much to touch on, really. Like, I mean, Kalajic out for the majority of the season, though. For his first start, did his ACL. Kladzic, the new big striker. Oh, yeah, they did. And that's why they've just bought in... Maybe Diego Costa. No, he's done. He's in photos. He's done and dusted. Has he? He's in photos. Yeah, Diego Costa. I thought they couldn't get him. Full kit, training jersey, photos. 
I actually oh, like man. that for a summer. I think I want some, sh- oh, some shit house yeah, back in yeah, the league. They need that. Well, I was <laughs> just about ready to say they're not a shit house team, but, <laughs> but they've just. Yeah, they are. Mr. Big Shit House himself is uh, down and dusted. Similarly, another free transfer move this week uh, that we didn't talk about is Glorious Carrius is back. Oh, Newcastle. Yeah. Newcastle. Yeah. XA yeah. sold or loaned to Bravka to the best team in the world. Yeah. But. Yeah, where is Carrius? So I not, guess it's good. He's, he's going to be. He's not going to be first choice at Newcastle. It'd be Nick nah, Pope's. I like. I think it's because uh, what's his name? Freddie Woodrow, is it? Yeah, something like that. Freddie Woodman. Fuck, I don't know. I, don't know. I would like to see Carrius get back to his best because he was actually a fucking really good keeper. Back for to his, his best, throwing it to Benzema but, in the box. Yeah, but playing for Besiktas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was. He was a really good keeper for us. Like that whole season, he was really, really good. Then that Champions League final. He got that concussion. And that's what happened. Like mm. he got concussed, and the rest of the game he just shat the bed for some reason. Didn't get taken off the field. He just said he was fine. And ever since then, his career just spiraled. He got hench, but he's a big unit now. Boy, yeah. Yeah. So I'd like to see him get his career back on track because, yeah, I feel like it would have taken a toll on him this last couple of years. Back to this game though. Um, well, Southampton is what it is. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. What was predictions? Uh, <laughs> no, you want to talk about it? Well, I don't have much to say about <laughs> it. I mean, I didn't even watch it. It doesn't sound like it was very interesting. <coughs> I watched it, but there's Bizzou- nothing to talk about. The only thing I would say is Bazuno should probably do better on the goal, but then scuffs his shot and yeah. it just like bounces and Bazuno like does that. It's cut Southampton still got that young squad. They're going to make mistakes like that through the year. Yeah. Nothing is like a Dama Traore. He doesn't really offer anything but pace and baby all on his arms. That's about it. <laughs> His big um, sexy arms No <laughs> Weird mate <laughs> What's weird about being gay mate? I just said that last week With the Dama Traore Like he's Lost his head a bit I reckon Yeah I think it's definitely yeah. Time for him to Move on He's just sort of When he's out there He's just Playing For himself Like he's Yeah He's not doing anything That's been I think, think that's been A recurring issue For Adama but Like when he was at Middlesbrough That was that's why he's, I think... And Aston Villa. He wasn't too bad really. before he went to Barca when Jimenez wasn't injured, but I'm not sure if that gave him more of a big another head. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, did you say something? Yeah. I mean, Troy might work better because of his shit-ass tattoo, get to the byline and cut it back, and they'll have Diego Costa in the box, yeah. so he could get some results. It's also a perfect link on FIFA. But um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wolves versus Southampton, so the Liverpool no, squadron... Spanish. Spanish and Premier League. Diego Costa's Brazilian. He was, but he's Spanish. He moved back to Brazil, mate, so he's Brazilian now. Isn't it? Okay. Oh, <laughs> cringe. Um, <laughs> so the Liverpool team had it uh, both 1-0. Benny had it 2-0 for Wait, Wolves, and I had it 1-1. You both got exact scores on that Fuck one. Fuck you, Jackie, let's go. Just just like you know, that contributed to half of your overall score this week, that one yeah. game. Let's yeah. go, baby. Let's double my overall score this week. <laughs> uh, we triple. Out, they, everyone got at least triple. Well, I got double yours, and they both got triple yours. So, well done. <laughs> um, that is my role. I will take it. <laughs> 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 only be out. I watched that again last time. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll loop back to it. It's not the next one in my list, but we'll loop back to it. Um, Chelsea versus West Ham. This is the two uh, one to Chelsea. The next another big VAR, VAR scandal. Stinker. Yeah, Hornet's goal should stand mm. every day of the week. Mm-mm. Should stand. Bowen <laughs> jumps Mendy in the box. Literally jumps him, and the trailing toe like touches his arm. 
and Mendy just stays down and they give him a foul. Yeah, it's, it's literally just because he stayed on the floor. Yeah. yeah. I think it's shambles. Obviously, I already said my thoughts on VAR. But games like this, especially for West Ham, who in the second half really came on and pushed and looked to take the game. Even if Mendy didn't, wasn't involved in that instant, he wouldn't have got up in time anyway for the second save. That's what everyone is saying. Pointless. Yeah. It's like, he's not involved in play. Is this Tuchel's last Premier League game in charge? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I think also this is a telling game. Um, Edouard Mendy, who was dropped against um, Zagreb, I think he's been shocking yeah. so far this season. He's but been absolutely, he showed why he wasn't a professional footballer all those years ago. Yeah, like he's had one standout season since coming to Chelsea. Other than that, it, I mean, he's been terrible. And he got yeah. the most expensive keeper in the world on the bench. He's not that good either. Yeah, I think Chelsea. Obviously, they've had a manager change, which we'll touch on after the Champions League wind up. But um, yeah, I think it's very concerning for him, and very, 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 very unlucky for West Ham to not mm. pick up a result in this game. They are starting to really turn it on now. Yeah, Paqueta looked. Really good for his oh, first start. Peter, what a man. Yeah. He's different gravy. I feel sorry for West Ham for that game. One good thing was um, Chilwell's goal. That was, I'm not sure if he meant it, but he, it was a fucking fantastic he, goal. Yeah. He gets the assist too for... Um, who scored the second? Was it Havertz? Havertz. Yeah. yeah, he gets the assist for that goal I want to give a shout-out to Armando Broja. We obviously touched on him to start the season. He's, when he makes his cameo appearances now, he actually changes Chelsea's front line. Mm. What's our thoughts on Cucurella? I think he's going to go back to his being his best now that yeah, they've right. signed Potter. Yeah, so now they've got his coach in. But well, how like do you bench Chilwell? But yeah, well, I said I said last week I think he's a very good left left wing back or whatever they're playing him. But they miss Chilwell when they yeah. don't play Chilwell. Yeah. Nothing against Kukurea, but Chilwell works in that system. I don't he know does. why they spent sixty five million pound on a starting left wing back when they've got Chilwell. Well, Chilwell they signed him to play left centre back. Yeah. Well, Chilwell comes on the 71st minute, strange gets a goal in the 76th and an assist in the 88th. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, big they, impact. They also miss when they don't have Reese James on the pitch. Like, yeah. Their attack suffers when they lose their right back who just signed a long-term contract and then got injured. So, I mean... Well, James played that game against West Ham. Did he? Like, yeah. Did he get injured in this game, yeah? Well, he no. just come back from injury, I'm pretty no. sure. Yeah, he's back, so he's, he's playing. Played in the week as well. I th- for some reason, I thought he was injured. I was listening to someone talk about Chelsea, and they said he was injured. Maybe he got injured in the week. I didn't. Yeah. All your sh- all your shouts about Jorginho getting dropped happened, though. He's shit. That's why. Yeah. yeah. He's rubbish. Yeah. Go back to Rome, you dickhead. But <laughs> um, I think we'll touch on it now. Touch on it now. Rather no go on. <laughs> go on. Touch on. Chill out. Rather than um, after the Champions League, obviously Graham Potter has been announced. Our favourite. Premier League manager, I think, in yeah. this room, has no, been announced as new Chelsea. Second, man. but yeah. I'll grow up. Can, <laughs> I, can I say this, for me, is uh, 10 times more harsh than what happened to Scott Parker. This is fucking terrible. Oh, this, I agree. Yeah, it's this is so uh, literally just finished signing all two shells men's and then be like, oh, well. But just what two shells brought to Chelsea. Like, he got him a Champions League in his first six months of signing with him. He's gotten to every domestic cup final he's been in. Mm. He's got him... Back to one of the big runners in England, and to start, he started the game, the season shaky after losing a lot of his players. He's still only two points off top four. It's classic Chelsea. Yeah, it yeah. Is, but you think that it'd go? No, but is, like, yeah. yeah, it's like how can it? Like it's a new Chelsea. It's a different Chelsea. It's got completely. Well, they probably still have the same 
people making decisions like no, do, no, do the owners Ted Bowley no. scrapped no, it all, all it's all Todd Bowley no, okay. he, like Petr Cech's not involved in the club anymore the whole structure yeah. from Abramovich down is gone that's oh, why yeah. all of Chelsea's business handlings were done by Bowley in this window so you look at signers like Chukwuemenka. You look at the panic signing of Gordon trying to sign Lavia from Southampton, even though he's just moved in the same window. <laughs> they offered Southampton fifty million pounds for Lavia on deadline day. What? And it he's only 80. just moved. He moved the same window. He moved forty days. Todd Bowley is mil. a spoon man. Yeah. But since Potter's come in, <laughs> Bowley said, "I'm going to put. I'm taking myself down as um, director of sporting, and I'm going to put a whole new." So I think what's happened is after the game, Todd Bowley's got Tuchel on the blower, the Champions League game. He's gone, that's bullshit, you suck, blah, blah, blah. And Tuchel's gone, <laughs> actually, you suck. You didn't give me my signings early enough. They've come on, they've played well, we just haven't got the result. You suck. Like, sort your club out, this shit's rubbish. And Bowley's like, you know what? Do one. Yeah, and he's got <laughs> Potter on the other line. He's gone, you want a job at Chelsea? And Potter's gone, oh. I was Chelsea so. fans. I'd be fuming. Yeah, so would I. I, will, I really don't. Like agree Tuchel with brought it. a lot of energy into that team that they haven't yeah. had in a long time. And he's only just, that fight. The window's only just finished. They've yeah. just spent so much money. He also another thing is. people don't realize is Tuchel had when Todd Bowley come in, Tuchel had to take a higher role mm. in all like the directoring yeah. of the club and stuff and in the transfers and stuff like that. So he couldn't be much a part of. Training and coaching yeah. the squad, yeah. which is, of course, you're not going to have a no. good fluidity to start the season. He's basically been sporting director, transfer manager, playing like yeah, all these things because the whole hierarchy of Chelsea has been either under investigation or looking to be moved away. So they've given up on their jobs. It is a shit house it's, situation. It's very yeah. very harsh, and I don't like the appointment of Graham Potter either. Never to be quite like I think it's so harsh on him to come into a team six games into a year when your team started off so well to come into a team that's just signed a bunch of players, one of whom came from your old club, so you know him, but the rest you don't know. And you don't know how you're going to... They don't play in the same system. He can't build his own system. He's, it, I, it's I think inevitable. It was, I think it was the fear of that he might not get the call again. That's why he took it, but it's so shocking. I'm, I'm disappointed in Potter. As much as I, I don't agree you with Chelsea signing, I'm disappointed in Potter. He should do better. It's the there. same as Gerard. He should know. It's the same as Gerard moving to Villa halfway near through the, the Rangers same. season. You get that call. It's hard. You get that Different. call. But you Different. think of the money he's he, going to be making. That's life-changing money at a life-changing opportunity from a club. I think every, everyone said, yeah, if you need, Graham, if you need to go, we'll let you go, mate. Yeah, of course. Like, of course they're going to say that. They know that. They don't have to say that. Yeah, I know they're not don't have to, but, but they he's he's brought Brighton to a to a a place that they didn't think would ever happen. So they're gonna be very, forever grateful for that, and they're gonna say that. But for me, Potter, everyone knows he's he's next in line for the big job that comes. The England job. The England job, yeah, or any big club, Chelsea included. Well, do you think he reaches potential or Brighton? Like, this is the highest they can get. He can go higher. No, he can go higher, but... He's it, put himself at that point where it's like, he's ready to go higher. For me... But not... Signing for Chelsea, now you're at massive risk. Oh, 100%. At this stage. He's yeah. got six months to, like, is, prove it. Yeah. Yes. It's like, if you don't... Otherwise, it'd be sacked. <laughs> if, you, if you don't work out with Chelsea, and you get the sack, for a coach of his, his style as well, who takes time, 
Like everywhere he's gone, he takes time. He has to build his squad, play the way he wants to play. It doesn't happen straight away, which no. is what Chelsea want, like a Conte or something like that, yeah. who can just implement something and drill players into playing well. I'm yeah. along the lines of he has to take it, but look, look at where he's come from. Mm. Playing, I think it was like fourth tier in Sweden. Yeah, yeah. Like it, not, not that long ago, and now you're manager of Chelsea. You're like, fuck, yeah. is this happening? He moved to Brighton. So you're like, I I agree, but <laughs> it's not naive to jump at any big chance, in my opinion. He yeah. he's at Brighton. He's at a very good club. He's doing very well this <sighs> season. To jump at the first offer you get from a big six. Is naive. But you look at it this way. This is the way I've looked at it. As rationality wise, is as a player, there's a one percent chance of you ever making it to the prem. So if you ever turn as a professional player, there's a less than one percent chance you ever play in the prem. Mm. And that's with twenty odd teams with fifty man squads. Yeah. So there's twenty opportunities to be a Premier League manager, and of those, six for an elite Premier League club. Mm-hmm. If one of them phones, think of the percentage-wise. When you're a coach at Ostersunds and you're, half your players work part-time in the week still, he now has a chance to go and play at the top of the top of the Prem, Champions League, if not Europa League, if not all these competitions. He gets to see one of the best youth facilities in English football. All of that's now at his fingertips. And his club says, yeah, go. with." Like, like him personally It's hard to criticise Why he made no. the decision Because yeah. like So much money Big opportunity Like so much experience He's still quite young yeah. For a manager But at the same time It's just I don't think it's the right move I, I'm not happy but, with it I don't like it But he has to take it You can't You can't sit there And say no I'll stay at Brighton Like Because then It gets to the end of the year And Chelsea win a Champions League And Brighton come, This is hypothetical they bring in a manager They and Brighton are sat there and they've just finished 10th and he's got less points than he did last year and he's not been as successful. And he's sat there having a pint and he's thinking, fuck, that could have been me. And then next year with Brighton, he's just, looking to push that move and then he drops off and off and off and then we'd never... I, s- I see what you're saying. I, I just expected... I just... I honestly expected better from Potter. I just thought he would turn it down. I don't know why. I know it's a hard no. thing to turn down, but I just thought he would. Yeah. Any other club in the top six would make sense rather than going to Chelsea. Because yeah, like if you go to Spurs, you've got more of an opportunity to last, anything like I mean. that. But going to Chelsea and is the, literally six months or you're fucked. There's, there's jobs upcoming too. That's my big thing. It's like there's jobs. Like Conte won't stay at Spurs for very long. There'll be no. one or maybe even maybe two seasons left. Yeah, it's next year. Ten Hag, United... Just started, but who knows if that'll work out? Dynasty, mate, how do But yeah. you know, you know what I mean. Like yeah. United's track record with managers. Yeah, you know, I for I think Ten Hag will work out, but who knows? Well, Klopp's Liverpool, only got three seasons left yeah. in his contract. Klopp will be out of the door this season. Three seasons. So, no, well, he'll get the sack <laughs> about halfway through this yeah. season. So Liverpool Just job will be available. Yeah, and the, for me, Potter to Liverpool, that'd be the that'd be the, the one. Mm. Tactically, but also the England job is literally that that the new year that yeah. England job's available. So you can you can take Brighton to a transfer window where they can get a new manager and then players to facilitate that new manager. You don't leave them fucked. Everyone's happy. You go to England where everyone will love you. You can win us another World Cup because we're going to win this one, and then it's going to be marvelous. Like also oh, for one, him too. Yeah. So you go. So for Potter too, like it's hard because he's like, I can rather go now, 
or I can wait three years for a potential United, Liverpool, or yeah. Spurs job, and then but I might, my team might have dropped off by then. My name might not be yeah. a part of the bunch he's, to pick that's out. A, that's he, he's got a strike while the iron's hot. He's yeah, done it, and I will. I will say I'd like to see him. I, I thought maybe seeing him the next the predecessor to Eddie Howe at Newcastle could have been a a thing as well, but. I don't, him and Eddie Howe are very similar, both very young managers and both very tactically gifted. Either way, it's a good part of his resume. I think like think about it as like your own job for an example. If you get an opportunity to go to one of the biggest take facilities <laughs> in the world. But like even if it even if you don't work out, even if it doesn't work out in that particular thing, like it gives you so much experience yeah. to take on for the rest of your career. The, yeah, the only way it can be detrimental. Well, no, it can't be because his resume is so much it, stronger than that of any manager we've seen make that jump. So it look definitely at, can be detrimental. If he gets the sack, same as what happened to Brendan Rodgers, you go back a step. You go back to sort of yeah, a Celtic or something like that. You get, you do not get another Premier League job. Same as Oli. Same no, as, but you didn't let me finish. So he's the only one with a resume of genuine high-class performances before moving out. He's followed the ladder, so to speak. You look at Oli. Brendan Rodgers did. Brendan Rodgers, shit, we all know. He wasn't even that good at Celtic when he went back there. Brian Rodgers is a good manager. Yeah. Uh, You're kidding yourself. Where's Leicester right now? Take your shirt off. (laughs) (laughs) Please. (laughs) (laughs) It's a bit of a weird request when we argue about it. Can we all do it? (laughs) (laughs) Look, we can argue about this. Um, Chelsea versus West Ham. Predictions for this one. Uh... Scass, you had it 2 all. Jack, you had it 3 2 Chelsea. Benny, you had it 0 all. I had it 2 1 West Ham. Well, at least Jackie got it right, man. And Scouse should get points for that because it should have been 2 all. Should have been a robbery. Yeah, yeah I agree. Right. <laughs> you can give yourself a little high five. High five each other. There's your point, mate. You <laughs> um, got that wrong. <laughs> in possibly one of the biggest upsets this week. Uh, stinky Stevie G's Aston Villa versus Manchester stinky City. <laughs> stinky, stinky Steve. Stinky Steve <laughs> and his merry band of blokes decided to actually turn up and play football for 90 minutes. Stinky this Steve year. and the villains. Couldn't they, couldn't they have Sounds done like this a last year? Um, <laughs> stinky Steve. One all at Villa Park. Um, oh, Erling Haaland. Another one. Coutinho robbed. Coutinho, Rob. Yeah. This, yeah, I went, I mean, we spoke about this before, but this for me was probably the, like, I agree, I think it's another VAR mayor, but not well, VAR. I don't think it was VAR. I think it's the re- on-field referees mayor. They didn't let it, mm. they didn't give it the chance to go to VAR this time. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, he should let, like, like we spoke about before, how he's saying with VAR, like, they let offsides go so they can count them out. When a, like you see games where you see Kane's fucking five meters offside, mm. everyone knows he's offside. They let him go and score just in case. Yeah. It's like you know. Well, last year in the Prem, that actually worked. That John Joe Shelby scored the goal, and yeah. it got everyone stopped playing. He scored, and it came back and said, "No, he's onside. It's a goal." Yeah, yeah. And it was ridiculous how they blew the whistle too. Like, and it wasn't even like if the game was still playing, it wouldn't have went in because he buried that top corner. Nah, that was central. That's a crossbar, and then I think Edison was reaching that. I I think he saves. Plus, who like He's all the defenders stop? There's three defenders in front of him. They don't even try and block it. It's it's hard to say that he scores that if everyone keeps playing. So, for me, I, I don't know. But the, the, the ref, the ref, Villa. 
The ref mm. made it made him mad there by Because you were saying this is Stevie G stinky Steve getting sacked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Benny did say it was his penultimate game. I did, yeah. Um that's I reckon that saves Stevie now. I think the Queen saves Stevie. Yeah, honestly. I think another three weeks and he's probably <laughs> straight in the mud. But I would does it give any concern for Man City? No. No. Well, two draws. Um, in a row, isn't it? Two draws in a row. Yeah. I mean, they backed it up, didn't they, in, in Europe? Yeah. Yeah. Thought, it's just... Well, yeah. That's what they go for, isn't it? No, they... Oh, they beat... Them. I mean, this is last week. I think it must have been a game before then. Yeah. I know, because City always have this every season where they have games where they just don't look up to and draw, but... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I can still I, see I'm, him. I'm, I'm not concerned because Haaland is a fucking joke. Another thing with City as Salah. well is because they value the Champions League, yeah. they're obviously, and it's evident that they're looking forward to that rather than playing what's in front of them first. Yeah. I know professionalism and all that, but I mean, maybe in your subconscious you're thinking about let's fucking win the Champions League. I think subconsciously the league's just like second nature to them now. Yeah. Because they're yeah. so used yeah. to just they, they putting teams away. Yeah. 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 So like they don't have like that extra inch in their mind to so that's why games like this can happen. Yeah. Did they rest any players this week? Nope. No. no. Full strength lineup. Just, just couldn't beat Stinky Steve. Like, Stinky Steve. <laughs> just uh, hats off to Stink old Stink, because yeah. he got it right. <laughs> he did get it right. Yeah. Because he looks Tristan like he's found his Someone will find his midfield because I think that was his problem. He couldn't pick his midfield, and I think not getting rid of Douglas Louise on deadline day was huge for Villa. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely helps him out significantly. But yeah, all right, fair dues. Uh, unsurprisingly, none of us had the draw. All of us had it in Man City's favour. Scash three one, Jackie two one, Benny four one, five nil for me. Um. Another shocking game. I nearly picked a draw in that game, by the way, but I knew you'd laugh at me. <laughs> <laughs> you're biased. You're biased. Live, live your truth, Jackie. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's easy to say now. It happened, but... Brighton versus Leicester at the Amex. Um, well, it's not surprising because we all picked a Brighton win. I don't think what we quite picked it in yeah. the fashion that it happened. Yeah. Another VAR stinker of Alexis... Well, not McAllister. Yeah. It's just annoying that they ruled it out. Possibly could have been one of the greatest goals ever scored in the Premier League. It would have been a hat-trick for him Ooh. too, wouldn't it? Absolute yeah. thunderbolt that's ruled offside in the build-up play. But... What's going What's right? going on with Leicester? Wow. They look dreadful. They are having some significant financial issues. I was listening to something the other day. Where Indeed, they were saying, he's playing centre-back. Yeah, they were saying they've got genuine financial issues, mm. um, which is sad, which is why they've not bought in as many players as they should. But they have bought in a centre-back, so hopefully he starts soon. And Do you think it's because of that? I remember you saying a few weeks ago that a lot of clubs – don't try and push for top six because they can't afford Europe. Yeah. I think that's what happened with Leicester because they've gone to Europe and they've just spent I, so much money. Yeah, as well. I think it's probably a part of it. I think there might be stuff going on with obviously their owner past and there's a bit of. Yeah, I thought it was financial fair play. That's what I thought. I thought I heard something. They're trying to keep under the cap. No, I think there's gen- like the club's posting losses significantly right across the board. Um, I think during COVID and that the because obviously they're a Thai owned corporation and Thai was. Shut down quite hard. Yeah. I think that's had some significant... I'm, again, I don't know exactly what I'm talking about. I'm <laughs> talking off what I heard on a podcast while I was at work. But, yeah, I think it's very concerning for Leicester, I think. And, I mean, look, this was Potter's last game at Brighton. Um, and they put on a shift too. Yeah, what a way to go out, I guess. What a way. And credit to him. Obviously, we hope he 
well, I hope for him personally, he brings this energy to Chelsea. Mm. Leicester, it's like six games, one draw, five losses. Like, yes. where's where's the up for me? I mean, they scored two goals. Credit to them. But mm. They scored first, too. They st- started strong. First one minute, minute. in. Mm. You know. Sam Chu injured, is he? Must uh, be. No, I don't think so. He's out of favour. I think he's out of falling out with the club because he tried to push for a move last window. I think or something. I think I saw Besiktas were linked with mm. taking him online. So, yeah, um, very concerning. But Brighton, credit to him. Alexis McAllister's in fantastic form this year. Trossard as well. Like Trossard. They hold the whole. Casado, what a what a move he's made to sort yeah. of push his way into that team. He scored a goal. Good goal too in this game. Great goal, yeah. And um, yeah. I mean, it's I. Brighton, can they carry on in the form they're in without Graham Potter? Obviously, they've brought in their 23s manager and Lalana to kind of take over the role in the interim. I wanted to touch on that. Who gets the job for Brighton? I think they've. I think Lalana is like the face of it. No, he's temporary. They said that he takes over for the Palace game this weekend. Yeah, I yeah. Thought. Yeah, I'm saying. I'm. Oh, so you're you're talking long term? Who's the next? Yeah, well, I think I think they've only. I I heard. I I what I seen. They said Lolana will take over for the next game, but they're looking at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that's, that's what I thought you were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I don't know. <laughs> it's the same. There's not a lot of managers out there. Not mm. ones that want to go to Leicester. Like, no, like no, top no. quality. Like, no. Yeah. This, would, this would be a great job for a Podge. This would be a great job for Podge. This is, this is where Southampton he 2. thrives. 0. Yeah. But it, it just depends how bad their financial struggles really are. Who's? If he'll go. Leicester's Brighton. You're talking about Brighton. Brighton. Oh, what am I talking about? Pot. Yeah, oh, that's, that's the one. <laughs> you know, yeah, Brighton for Pike, yeah, 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 makes sense. <laughs> the club that doesn't have a manager. Yeah. <laughs> Stuck in two minds, though. Yeah. I mean, Brent, if Brennan Rogers leaves Leicester, that could be a shout. Go to Brighton. I get what you're saying if, if he's getting the sack, Rogers. No, no, I just don't know what I was thinking. For some reason, I thought <laughs> Leicester was out, and I was just, yeah, I was daydreaming. But, already <laughs> but yeah, like. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 2005. <laughs> it's, um, yeah, I'm, both these teams now are kind of concerning for me. Obviously, Brighton lose their manager. Leicester have to pull something. Brighton are a well, dr- like drilled club. I, I don't think they. I don't, they're not gonna, like if they drop off to a twelfth, that's not an issue for them. That's no. still good for Brighton. Well, the last three seasons they've broken their points tally. I think yeah. they got 41, 49 and or forty one, forty one, fifty one, something like that. Well, they were on. They're definitely on course to do it again. Mm. Losing Potter is going to stump them a bit, but yeah. they've got. He's mm. built their squad. Like they have yeah, a very good a very team. Could be interesting. Yeah, I think Pot should be a cool one to see. I really like that, actually. I didn't even think about that. One, one big th- thing for me is now we see, I mean, we touched on the last episode, how big the Premier League has gotten. It. The mid-table clubs in the Premier League are better than top top four clubs in a lot of other leagues, Yeah, which is crazy to say. Like, There's been the a lot money of Farmers League chat about the Premier League, but yeah. it, just because like, Haaland comes in and scores goals, but... Teams from like fifteenth to number one, well, number three, well, basically, see, can all beat each other. Who, who, what other league has a team come up and spend over one hundred twenty million pound? What Forest have spent? Yeah, signing twenty two players, or a West Ham signing one of the most decorated midfielders in the French league in Paqueta. Yeah, you know he's he he should be at a top six club anywhere. Mm. 
West Ham are very close, but you know that that's They're on the precipice. Yeah, but that's mm. what I mean. Like those top clubs, uh, it, like in in other leagues. Yeah, the top. They're of the not. They're they they would be a, at best mid table clubs in Premier League. Mm. So to to get the managers in, I think I think it's very doable for a mid table Premier League club to get a big manager like a Poch or something like that. Not be scenes if Tuchel goes to Brighton. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that would be. They already play a three at the back. Yeah, that would be real. Like, hey, Gilmore would be dead though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor, Poor Gilmore, yeah. <laughs> Can I go back to Chelsea now? <laughs> um, predictions for this one. Uh, Jackie and Scouse both had it 2-1 Brighton. Benny had it 1-0 Brighton and I had it one all. It's a nice little clean up. And then arguably the biggest upset of the round, the most important game that happened, it happened at Old Trafford. I wasn't and expecting was the free one. Manchester United game. three, Arsenal one. One good thing. We will. Um, what a player Saka is, like just touching, because I know we're going to fucking drag on about United. But what a player Saka is, I, I thought it was really electric that game. And also... Um, do we think that goal that got ruled off because of the foul was actually yeah, of course it's legit? A foul. It's a foul. But to me, I think um, one thing I'll say is the on-field breath should have called it. It's not. Yeah. It shouldn't go to the VAR. It shouldn't, it shouldn't get that far. I do see the complaints. Of it's not a clear and obvious error. I do see that. It's because it took so long for it to be called back. Yeah. But he's got nowhere near the ball. No. Odegaard yeah. does not touch the ball. He pushes Ericsson over. Hands all over him, straight yeah. to the back of him. Ericsson... In this game was absolutely unbelievable, fantastic! What a signing. signing of the season! What a signing so He's far! Free, yeah, He's changed our midfield immensely. He is the most important player in our United side at the moment. Correct, as the Europa League showed. Um, but on Saka, he's still very raw. One thing I noticed too: when he bursts down the line, his head down, head yeah. down, head down, head yeah. down, till the very last minute. Look up and just put. So an experience. I, yeah. hear, I hear so much just on that. I hear so many people raving on about Saka, like blah blah blah. Well, like uh, Arsenal fans massively saying world class talent, generational talent. No, it's not in world the same class, category as Foden. I hear the chat of world to, class gets thrown around way too easy these days. Yeah, but for me, like I rate Saka. I think he's awesome. I think he's unreal. But for me, Martinelli's better. Oh, Martinelli with that question is very similar age. But Martinelli, mm. for me, I think is the better. What's well, that English hype? Like, yeah. I hate yeah, how definitely. easily word, the word world class gets thrown around these days. I'm pretty sure they're. What, what ages are they? Because I'm pretty sure they're very, very I similar think in Martinelli's age. Martinelli's a little 21 bit. 21 Saka. Martinelli is 21. The exact same oh, okay. age. There you go. Probably say months and day too, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, Could be twins, you reckon? Yeah. <laughs> One. First thing I want to start on with the game is uh, Glazers out. That's what I want yeah, to start Glazers with. Out, as always. Um, yeah. Good good game all round, but from mm-hmm. us, we, Ten Hag, absolute masterclass, set up and just outdid our did, They definitely, there was a period, the last 20 minutes of the first half and the first 20 minutes of the second half, they definitely had more chances, more opportunities they, going yeah, forward they, than us. But the way Ten Hag, this was a fantastic game of football from a tactics perspective because when Arteta was forced to make changes Ten Hag made changes to counter his changes to push us on and on and on and 
I think that is so fucking exciting. Yeah. Like that alone. We've ne- we have not had that in a it's long time. It's been so, time. and neither of Arsenal. This, yeah. How, how much flack I've given Arteta to be able to make that like yeah. a cool game to watch from that perspective because the game shifted. Yeah. And it was, it, cool. it wasn't just, all right, throw this bloke on because he does the same job. He's a little bit worse, but we'll get the same results because he's on tired legs. It was a shift in the way Arsenal were playing, the way we played. It, like, the way Ericsson broke the line, he saw the space and he broke the lines because they were pushing forward and he's like, oh, I can just go. Well, all right, then I'll go. And then mm. breaks the lines. I thought Marcus Rashford was incredible. I thought Ronaldo changed the game for us when he came on because he yeah. opens our spaces. I had that every game. Why is he not stopping? He started and he, started he woke up and, he, and he, was, he was absolutely fucking horrendous. Yeah. That's <laughs> why. Because he doesn't play with the same passion and the same fire. Because he doesn't he suit... Ten Hag system at all, at all. Plus, Fred playing Kemp probably didn't help. No, they, he has to play Fred Kemp because Ronaldo does not run. Yeah, and w- you can't press from the front if you've got to play. We'll get to the Europa League. Let's, yeah. let's anyway. celebrate how good we were. <laughs> um, no, let's talk about. It. <laughs> I, I did want to say as well on that, on what you were saying, um, just a little bit naive from from Arteta. I think like a, bit, yeah. a little bit immature in what he did, changing three of his front three players yeah. taking off the left back from and then having no left back come back on mm. at around the 70th minute very early to do to start pushing like that yeah, yeah. it's probably you know, arrogance because they've started yeah. so well yeah yes. thinking well, i can fucking it's, get it's a bit tra- expensive it's, d- it's weird but because pep the way like pep will see out a game is he will keep just suffocating the team with what, what like he won't make yeah. huge changes he will just like in a close game He'll keep the same team. He might change one or two players, but keep the same shape. Mm. Whereas Arteta just threw the whole kitchen sink at United. It was it was weird to see. I guess he was kind of hoping that he'd be able to overscore one or two and then break us, and then yeah, we wouldn't have the fight because we'd, we'd have over exhausted ourselves that we wouldn't have the fight to come back. Yeah, he was it, trying to overwhelm. Yeah, they gambled and lost. So. Yeah. Basically, I mean, he had to do what he had to do. You, you've got to make a change. You either go for it or you... One one thing I I like is that we didn't just sit in. When he went and threw the kitchen sink, Ten Hag was like, okay, well, we, we're going to try and win this too, which is different. We're normally go, against yeah. a good side, especially under Ollie. Like, as yeah. soon as we were hang on for a draw, it was go to a five at the back and just sit back. And we see so many times we can li- lose games so easily from that position. Yeah. I will say um, I wasn't completely sold on the signing of Anthony. I wasn't very happy with it. Mm. Um, I'm not completely sold on it now, but I see why Ten Hag wanted him. Yeah. Because he only played 50 minutes. Obviously, he's only just he moved 72 hours or something before. <laughs> he's so electric. He yeah. picks up the ball and he just takes players away. Like... To create the space that he did, if like I think it was a chance before he scored his chance, where he takes it to the corner, he takes two men, the little back and chops Dallow. it back through to Dallow, and Dallow gets that ball in the box. Like, and even like his awareness, his movement off Rashford already, like, mm. and his finish. That's why I don't like Ramsdale, by the way, because Ramsdale doesn't know that he's left-footed. So in all the stuff they've done through the week. Nobody's mentioned to him that he's left footed because he's setting up for a right foot shot. He's blocking. Well, who thought he was starting? Well, no, I no one thought Anthony was. You're one of the top six clubs. You, they've just signed a new winger. You at least 
learn what foot he is just in case he makes an appearance. Mm. But Ramsdale's setting up for a right foot inside of the post shot, completely wrong-footed, and gets he's never anywhere near that shot. It's a great finish, but he's never yeah. anywhere near it. Yeah, I think it's hard, a little bit harsh on Rambo, but I would say um, the big thing for me, with him, I didn't actually think he had that good of a game. He scored the goal. Oh, Ed's he? Yeah. yeah. He, scored, oh, the, he yeah. Sc- scored the goal. But other than that, like, you could tell it was the, his first game. You could yeah. see he was trying to make shit happen yeah. and was forcing probably a few times the ball turnover and stuff like that where, he, you know, over time he honed that in. Yeah. But the biggest thing for me was the personality and character that he showed. Oh. Different. Yeah. We don't have much of that. You've got oh, too many. I fucking love to see too it. many players mm-hmm. in the team that are just like they rock up, they do their business, they yeah. go home. Is he going to be captain? No, oh, fuck. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> I mean, that's give it two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> but like exactly that, like scoring that goal straight to the fans, grabbing the like you can see. Thank God it wasn't all journalist bullshit. He wanted to yeah. be at Man United, like, kissing the badge a little bit much, but no, not too it. much. Fucking more of it. <laughs> give me more of it. Rip the shirt off and yeah. hump it on the floor. I don't care. Like. But, <laughs> love, love to play for the club you play for. Like, I don't mind it. You scored a goal in your debut at yeah. Old Trafford. Yeah. After all the hustle and bustle, um, obviously you could look at the way he left Ajax as a bit shit. But yeah. him doing that proves that it was for a reason. Yeah. So he's scary dude too. I like he's little, but you watch him like he fucking hits players so hard. Mm-hmm. Like I think um, I think it was the Sociedad game, but. Either way, like from the jump, just going into the back of players and yeah. fucking hitting them, like letting him know that he's there. Yeah. Like, and you watch them turn around, like ready to like sort of rev up at him. Yeah. And he just like stares at him. Yeah, and they're like, they back down <laughs> every single that's time. Because, like, it's I funny. His childhood is crazy. He's yeah, another he's Brazilian fella. player that came from nothing. No, yeah. He came he from grew most up Brazilians these days are flops. Yeah. Jumping around like yeah. fish in a deck. Yeah. Not he, I'm, I'm excited to see the future with him because he looks like a fucking menacing yeah. dude. Shout out to him, we'll and he's electric. He is quick, man. Yeah, he no, is very quick. I heard, I didn't actually watch that game the, the whole way through. Watched um, obviously like bits and pieces, but I, I heard about yeah, Anthony shout there that he didn't actually have that great of a game. Yeah, so he got his goal. Yeah, like what's why? Oh, uh, just he just was a little bit um, sort of. Out of the game for a lot, a lot of periods, and then when like the way we play, like same with Sancho when when he's on the field, is those players who get on the ball and do make things happen, like Sancho and like Anthony, they don't get the ball enough in a game like against Arsenal or someone. So same thing happened. He just didn't really get the ball enough. And then when he did, he tried too hard. He was trying to run into spaces, create things, make things happen. Whereas we wanted to sometimes slow the game down or keep the ball. And he yeah. was, it was just. I mean, it just looked to me like he'd have one training session and gone straight out on the yeah. on the field, which is what happened. And I think too, like Ten Hag apparently let him know he's like, "You're starting today, but you got yeah, you've got an hour. Yeah, he's like, yeah. coming on. You got sixty matter. minutes. Yeah. I'm taking you off. So get on, show the fans, make them rev up. We spent a lot of money. Yeah, give him a show. And come, and he did it. So I mean, let's just hope he builds on it from here and he doesn't absolutely fall for a hundred mil. Yeah. What was predictions? Predictions for this one. Um, the Liverpool boys had it 2-0 to Arsenal. Benny had it nil all. And then me being the football ingenious, um, I had it 1-0 mm. to Manchester United. 
Yeah. So overall, a very low scoring week for us. We'll celebrate a little one point <laughs> victories. Um, did a, anyone as well just on that quickly? Did anyone see um, Maguire's cameo? Coming off the bench? No, whatever. <laughs> come, <laughs> come off the bench in like the last 10 minutes. Immediately. First no. thing, literally the first thing he does, he comes off the bench and who's the striker? Jesus. Mm-hmm. Jesus like gets the ball, spins. Like Martinez and Varane had had him on toast the whole game. Yeah. First thing, he backs up to Maguire. Maguire gets too tight, spins, and Maguire like turns like an absolute truck and just <laughs> fouls him, gets a yellow card. Almost gives away a penalty. Yeah, Fucking almost <laughs> gave away a penalty on zero shooter. distribution. Yeah, he just like, and he was on there for like fucking ten minutes. It was just like, whoa, I've had enough of this. Messi Maguire, a similar game in Europa League as well from him. He didn't, he didn't play bad in the Europa League. I think. Um, no, he didn't play bad. So that's harsh. His distribution is good. Good. That's a wild shout. Distribution's good in the Europa League. Should we just? Straight away go to it. Well, let's just touch because it's the only game we're really going to talk about from the Europa League, yeah. I think. His, um, his distribution is good. He can pass a ball. Problem well, is... He's a footballer, you'd hope so. Yeah. He can, okay, he can pass a ball better than most centre-backs. Problem is, is that he takes too much time on the ball. He slows everything down. The way Martinez and, and Varane play, they speed it up. They get rid of the ball quick. They move it along. Maguire has to hold the ball. He pulls it forward, and then he pings a long ball. So it's all slow. Yeah. He can pass a ball. His distribution is not bad, but he's slow with it. Just the thing with Maguire is, I, I don't know, he feels, he, to me it looks like he feels like he has to be the one to pull the strings. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. get your good players the ball. That's what yeah. a centre-back should be doing. There was think. a lot, and we were just for the listeners, this is the sausage had one Man United nil um, in the Europa League. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of things. We obviously set up that game with, a few of the players we haven't had a lot of minutes, trying to get some minutes. A lot of changes. Um, it was a big change for Ten Hag. We obviously played Fred in the cam role, dropped Bruno, Ericsson and Casemiro got the start. Ronaldo. Maguire, Ronaldo. Alanga started. Alanga. How did, um, how did um, Anthony play? I mean, again, he was very similar in that yeah. he's good but not great. He doesn't get enough. He definitely didn't see enough of the ball and that's because defensively, Usually that ball comes from um, Martinez of around. They ping that ball out wide or they ping it out to a left back mm. um, or right back to get the ball up the line. Um, didn't happen. Do you think but he's made too many changes? No. This game? Are we, are we all, to be honest, we all called for it. We all wanted, yeah. because you've got like players like Ronaldo, like Fred, who like Casemiro, who have been coming off the bench doing well yeah. in these games like we spoke about before. You know, Fred has been changing games as well. Yeah. Ronaldo has been. Casemiro has to obviously get minutes in the wake of what's happened now. Obviously, the Queen passing away and causing a couple of weeks of resting. We could have probably gone out and played the first yeah. team, but he didn't know that. He didn't know that until it know. happened an hour and a half before <laughs> kickoff. Kickoff for so me. Like the only thing I would say is that I would have started a kind of similar team because it's at home to Real Sociedad, that your hardest team in the in the um, group that you got. And after that, you could play those second tier no, players because you're versing Sheriff, you're versing... No, because it, you look Armonia. at players like fucking Slabhead. If we go out and we muller Sheriff and he's sent it back and doesn't concede a goal and he scores a headed goal or gets an assist or some shit happens, he's going to be a nightmare in that fucking dressing room. At least with this game, he went yeah. out, he didn't change the game, he 
didn't play particularly well. I refuse to believe he played well because every pass I saw him play was fucked. And every touch he makes put us under pressure. I don't think he fucking misplaced one part. So you're being super harsh on my He pings those balls into an area like Martinez and Varane. When they ping that ball over the top to break the lines, it yeah. breaks the lines. Maguire's either falls short or falls long and doesn't do it. It just goes back to him. And yeah. then he's out of position because he's fucked it. He just... And the changes made too, like we took DeLow off and put Martinez on and put Lindelof at right back. He was fucking woeful. Mm-hmm. Immobile, slow. Martinez was the... Deshaun, like, when he came yeah, on. You've seen always. the difference. Well, what I was talking about with Maguire's passing to what Ma- Martinez does, you've seen the difference as soon as Martinez come on because Martinez doesn't ping those long over-the-top balls. That's what Maguire... Yeah. That's Maguire's bread and butter. He fucking loves it. Martinez shapes to and then he breaks, breaks, like, cuts cuts through, like, the midfield line. Yeah. That's how he plays. Along the ground, drilled hard balls where players in the midfield can take it and turn. That's different. That's... Maguire doesn't have that in his game. It also, because of Maguire, I feel like Casemiro was not that impressive. I thought Christian Eriksen was honestly the best player for us. He only played 45 and then had to come off. Fred was fucking woeful. Ronaldo wasn't particularly inspiring. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, you know what? It's just the reality of where we are. Like, I've been very cautious in hyping us up. I don't think where we go is too much greater than what we're seeing already. We're going to pick up a good few wins here and there, but we're not going to win the league. We're not going to go out and go crazy. So Brandon Magra, if you're watching this, hold your horses, mate. Yeah. (laughs) But like that is very indicative of the depth we have not being good enough. I think next year, next summer, like I've already said, a lot of those players have got to go. Um, on, On my analysis of the game, quite different to yours. Quite different. Firstly, we played very similar to how we played against Leicester, how we played against Southampton, where we defended as a team very well. We shouldn't lose that game, just first of all. We should not lose no, that game. The penalty is so not... So to, to slate all the defenders and midfield because we lost is shit. It's not because we, we defended well. It's because we didn't create... But we defended well. Chances. So like, defenders did their job generally. I agree, Maguire... Distribution wise, and Lindelof don't have it. Don't don't have it. They're not as good as Martinez and Brand by any stretch of the imagination. I'm not saying they are, but defensively, as a unit, same as Casemiro. I don't, I don't, I don't think the criticisms are that fair on him. He defended really, really well. Ericsson, as that CDM, doesn't defend all that much well. No. So the person next to him has to. And Maguire and Lindelof didn't have a, a, a whole lot to do. Casemiro did pretty well in, in shielding that back four. So. Defensively, we were pretty good as a block. Same as against Liverpool, Leicester, Southampton, Arsenal. Like, Defending as a block, we were good. Maguire, he had 10 drills. He won five. He did 0% of his tackles. He had 43% of his aerial drills and 0% of take-ons. So it sounded like he didn't have that much of a good so game. From a defensive so, standpoint, you can say, yeah, we were marvellous. But defence doesn't win no, your games. I'm not saying we're marvellous. I was saying we defended well as a, struct- as a structured site. So to say def- the defenders had a bad game is a little bit harsh. I think going forward, I think Fred first half was terrible at that cam roll. Mm. I think if we had a Bruno there, the game diff- is different. For me, Ronaldo was probably the worst player on the field. What he did, how he played... Um, just was just destructed everything we did. 
I think he's here because he's the goat. One of he get he not everyone's scared to sort of critique him. I think that's bullshit to me. He takes away so much. I don't like Rashford as a striker, and I was watching that game thinking, "Fuck, I wish Rashford was playing striker." Yeah, just because Ronaldo didn't play as a hold up striker, didn't play as an in behind striker. Did not get involved in the game whatsoever. Mm. Didn't nah. didn't draw players out of positions to bring in the wingers. He did nothing. He did nothing. When we did break, he was offside yeah. every single time, which to me is lazy, lazy, lazy. You cannot do that. You cannot be at that level. Like there was a few chances we had where we could have broke. Fred made one of fucking one of very few good touches and played a pass or something like that, and Ronaldo was just offside. I hate that as a striker. Like if you're if you're not offering something short or in behind, and then you you do get that one in behind, you're offside. Oh, that's so frustrating. Yeah, it is. Like you, it's like you're just not doing anything at all. Yeah, mm. and that's exactly what Ronaldo did. I didn't watch it personally, but did you watch the game, Cal? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I was driving to work and working, but I was watching and I was okay. listening, and I've watched since. Not while you were driving, though. Nah, cool. <laughs> no, cool. was okay. Um, he's very much the unfinished product product to me. Yeah. He's nowhere near. Raw. He's he's nowhere near a Premier League player. So for him to be, I think that's a harsh criticism. Yeah, I think I know you yeah. like him. Systematically, but if you're talking systematically, then systematically he's definitely a Premier League player. Yeah, but yeah. going forward, he's not. So he's unfinished product. I refuse to believe. Should we um, move on? Yeah, I mean, Champions League. we'll talk about the VAR. Fuck the VAR. There's definitely not a penalty. Martin we didn't slide yeah. in, comes off his foot. Yeah, it's his horrendous. Arm, is in line with his body, and the ref gives it. It's fucking yeah. bullshit. Yeah, I agree Fuck with VAR. that. Fuck Saucier, dad. Just on the VAR, sorry. Um, in Europe, this automatic or semi automatic offside. offside. Yeah, very bizarre. And, and the bloody, the, I can't remember which game it was, but like one millimeter in it. One of the See, like, how is that making football better mm. when we're talking about one millimetre offsides? Like, yeah. it doesn't. That's that should be like are we benefit gonna, of the doubt do we want to the attacker. Playing football is that what it is? Do we just want yeah. it all robots that I will play? I will play ball over time. Like, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. We're, here. we're here for the creativeness. Like, I see football as a creative outlet. Like, you want to be able to do things, and you don't call an artist off if they're one millimetre off. Yes, the l- rule is if you're behind a player, but by a millimetre. By the blade of grass hanging off the front of your boot, like mm. well, I can't remember what league it was, but they use thicker lines when drawing the lines for offside. Yeah. So if the lines are touching, they say um, benefit the doubt. Isn't that Premier League? I think they may have introduced it, but it was another league that did it first. I can't remember which one. Yeah, I don't know. All right, moving forward, let's champs. Dynamo Chelsea. Should we touch on first because the yeah. sacking of Tuchel? I mean, We've Chelsea were rubbish. We spoke about the sacking a bit. Yeah, so. Kepper should have done better for the goal, I think. He goes down a bit too early. Yeah. Let Orsic lift it over him. But also, Chelsea didn't really offer that many creative options mm. elsewhere. I spoke about this one last week as being a potential because mm. going to Zagreb is difficult. It's a massive like atmosphere. The I think I spoke about as well the tunnel going out to the game is like one person, like single file. Yeah. And then there's fans banging and shit. Yeah, like yeah, on the cages. Like it's it's a hostile place. Um, I, I think was it last season Liverpool had them, which is why. I, 
can remember. But I can't remember his first in Dynamo last season. I think no, we did. I think it might have been the season four. Yeah, but I'm. I feel like we got only a draw from that. It's, it's a hard game, which is which goes home. to show how like. Yeah, and a lot of the players got um, like minute. Chelsea kind of again used it as an opportunity to kind of use players that haven't been playing. So Ziyech got some minutes. wasn't particularly impressive for him in that front line. Aubameyang obviously got his first and only fifty nine minutes under Tuchel. You see that chance he's trying to square? Mm. Why not just fucking score, you clown? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Just shoot. I mean, obviously it ended in Tommy T being shown the door. <laughs> That's I don't, I don't think build on it from there. Not much more to say, yeah. to be honest. You look at the two teams. God, Chelsea have like. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Orsic too. You're not just good on FIFA, mate. You're actually quality. Yeah, yeah. Well, he gets those cars every now and then. FIFA doesn't yeah. he? <laughs> uh, big, big FIFA episode from us here. Um, <laughs> Dortmund versus Copenhagen, three 0 win. For Dortmund at home. Just want to touch on quickly, even though it was only against Celtic, but what a game Modric had. Yeah, for Madrid. Fantastic from him. Um, yeah, Benfica. Bappe double. Bappe double. Benfica 2 0. Haifa, Sevilla, Man City 4 0. Haaland double. Haaland is so good. Lewandowski hat trick. Mm. Mental. It, I mean, Ajax 4 0 against Rangers too. Sporting 3 0. Frankfurt 2 0. Bayern over Inter. There's memes about the City game. De Bruyne's on the ball. He's just like, ah. Holland's in there somewhere. I'll just yeah, fucking cross yeah, it. The first Fuck goal. it, I'll cross it. <laughs> Atletico, Porto, 2-1, all goals scored after 91st. That's an insane game. Insane game. The red card, too. The second yellow for diving. Even Club Brugge. That's a big yeah, result. Club Brugge getting the win over Leverkusen. Leverkusen. It's good. Yeah. But then That's the, an embarrassing dive, the, the oh Porto yeah. one. To get a second yellow, too, as well. So, the, moving into the... Well, there's one more. Tottenham versus Marseille, too, now. Another yeah, Richarlison yeah. double, double. Both good goals. Losing that absolute yeah. mind. Yeah. <laughs> He's crying him. in the crowd there, wasn't he, with his yeah. dad? Yeah. Credit to him. Another <laughs> bloke who uh, scored old. his first Champions League goal. Mm. Mr. Giovanni Simeone. Yep, kissing his uh, kissing tattoo. tattoo. He got 13 years old. He's mm. going to one day score his Champions League who did, goal. Who did yeah. he score that against again, Cal? Oh, actually, he scored that against um, Liverpool in a 4-1 demolishing. I'm not that. Liverpool. I'll see that game. At the uh, <laughs> Stadio Diego Armando Maradona Stadium. What I'll say is 4-1 <laughs> is a loss. 1-0 is also a loss, so... Loss is a loss. Is that all you have to say? <laughs> nah, look, fuck it. This, this game is probably the first time this year that I've been just... Furiated. Just... Disappointed, like I wasn't yeah. angry. I was just disappointed. Like, what yeah. the fuck's happened? <laughs> that <laughs> sounds pretty angry. <laughs> I mean, what happened is Napoli played the football that Liverpool have been playing the last three, four years. Yeah, so you gotta give props to Napoli in that game. The park. What, what, Osman, what a player, yeah. Osman, and said, "Oh, you're supposed to be the best centre back in the world." No, nah, that was like, Gomez. He bullied the whole like, game. He took like he fucking game. bullied he the marvelous. shit out of Gomez. And then they bring Twice. on Simeone, who they've only brought in on loan to fill a spot. I mean, Napoli are undefeated this year in Serie A. They are obviously mm-hmm. undefeated now in Champions League as well. Who's that? They lost some players too, by the way. Koulibaly, yeah, Mertens. They like, lost Mertens, Insigne, Koulibaly. Yeah. Complete well, rebuild for them. All those 
players that you look at Napoli and you're like, yeah, they're the big ones. You think, yeah. Big guns, but... I do remember in the uh, chat about the Champions League tables and you you two were saying that Napoli don't have much about them. They don't have a very good squad. Well, on paper, they didn't. I picked them to go up, like to go to the next... Yeah, so So settle down. Who picked them to go (laughs) in? Who do they... Who's in your... Who's in your um, group again? Ajax and Rangers are the other ones. True. Yeah, so I said Napoli and Liverpool will go through. I think Napoli were fantastic. And Gisa. They were fantastic. Just, and Zelensky, their midfield. Just marvellous. All work. over the park. So, so they were fantastic. What's obviously the they were good. And Gisa. Obviously I mean, Napoli good. were good. What what went wrong for Liverpool? Talk about it earlier. The way you build up. To well, that. it's different. Because it's four one. Well, what I what I was saying before about handy. the midfield, like we we're talking about before, the defense not uh, running towards their own goal very well. It's because the midfield just don't fucking run enough. And again, mm-hmm. I think every game this year Liverpool have been outrun. Um, and again here with the midfield not doing enough running, in my opinion, with closing down players, allowing them to be able to put that ball in behind in the first place. Is is what's killing us. And yeah, Milner has got to stop playing. Like when he came on against Everton, replacing Trent, I think it was. Fucking biggest mistake. Comes only makes four mistakes in his first ten minutes. Yeah. Then gets a start against Napoli. He's like his age is shown. Should have been sent off in his first half too. It's outrageous. That he's he's he can't there. play. He can't play again, in my I opinion. Trent ever. No. <laughs> Trent like he's Gomez just in this game let you down massively. I think Trent yeah, needs to be dropped. Nah. To be honest, well, I think his no. attitude problem. The way he doesn't track into the box, he gets beat and he just stands there and watches. No, I don't think he should be dropped. I think it's for me. It's the midfield. It is game. the midfield because Trent. That's he, that's the exact same thing he's done for years. But our engine in the middle pro- gives us that protection factor for Trent to play as our forward. Can I? I just want to propose one little topic. I said it to Jack yesterday. How can you blame a midfielder for that second goal? When no, yeah. we're not blaming them for individual goals. We're blaming them for the way we played and the reason yeah, behind course, the whole thing. Like it's not like oh the third goal in the seventy fourth minute. Like obviously he's gonna he made a mistake. But you break but break it down. Break down the goals and why you've conceded them. Because at end end of the day, goals are what lose you or win you games. So you break down those moments in the game. The second goal, Fabinho and Trent stand still. Trent is nowhere near his fucking position where he should be. He's in a midfielder's position, why I do not know, and he just stands and watches as they play a one-two through the lines. You couldn't get away with that playing against Bribey Tigers, let alone <laughs> fucking Liverpool. <laughs> <There's> no, <laughs> I'm no. telling you, that is a horrendous goal. That that makes them look so bad. And Trent dropping Trent's not the answer. Yeah, to no, me, I, I agree with what you're saying, but what we're saying is that the whole game and like I. I disagree a little bit with the goals, uh, like what the game is about. It's mm. the little bits in between where yeah. you just can't get on the front foot. And if, like, you are on the front foot, you're not going to concede goals, which is what we've been about since Jurgen Klopp's been in charge, is we're on the front foot. We, By the way, we, we've been a team that don't concede many goals because we're on the front foot. We are pressing, we're doing all these things. Yeah. I, I what I do agree with is that the, that goal was embarrassing to watch. Yeah. Mm. 
Yeah, yeah. You, I'm not. I'm not discounting. I'm not discounting that that was fucking horrendous defending. But what I'm saying is, we shouldn't be in those positions in the first place if we're doing the things that we've been working on. I think Trent left Gomez so exposed this game. Gomez is copping most of flack. It's outrageous to me that Trent's Gomez is more. shit too because he's not shit. If Trent's going to play midfield, then start him as a midfielder. Like he yeah. can't play right back. Like I don't yeah. care. Your midfield's not working. All right, it's not working. It's all you're saying is the midfield is not covering the defense when the defense make mistakes. Yeah. And the most person making the most mistakes in that defense is Trent. Yeah. So don't put him in the defense. I'm just Carvalho tracks back less than Harvey Elliott. And she's got injured. I agree yeah. with Cal because I've been saying for ages too, like if we have a problem there, if we have a problem in midfield and the quality Trent has, like play him in midfield and start Ramsey right back or Gomez right back. Yeah. Yeah. Like, as soon as John Matip came on, the defence stabilised, but that's because Matip was covering that space that was left. I yeah. said, also said this to Jack that I think Matip was at fault massively for the fourth goal. Yeah. Massively. In, Completely. In, a, in the first fault. minute of the second. I do agree with that because we've got a fucking midfield problem. Why not put Trent and Wright in the mid and then play Gomez? I think Ramsey he's got right a team back. problem. Your whole fucking team I sucks def- at home. I think, again, Salah <laughs> in this, this Champions League is where Salah, for me, flourishes, where he comes out. But it's another big game where you need your big players. Nothing. He's off mm. on his fucking. What, what, what's his religion? I forget. It's Muslim. 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 That's it. He's off praying with the Muslims. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was worth the build up. But like, what? <laughs> that made no sense whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> There's like, what's he do? Like it's about like off of the ferries or something. No, no. Well, like they do that fucking about Ramadan. Ramadan. Yeah, Ramadan. Oh, Ramadan. Ramadan. That's Ramadan. it. Yeah. I just fucking. I'm not giving <laughs> you the bait to to make that <laughs> shit joke. That's all. <laughs> but uh, either way, yeah. Liverpool absolute stinker. I I think it's a like I don't think it's a cop out. I think most of your issues lie in your midfield, but you can't say that nowhere else in the field is yeah. fucking like. No, we're not oh, saying that nothing no. else is wrong. We're no. just saying that the engine is leaking, so then other parts of the car is not functioning well either. That's a that's what analogy. we're saying. The front three as well are pressing weird. In my opinion, yeah, like they're they're just it looks. I would say like ten yards off the pace. Yeah, <laughs> Luis Diaz keeps scoring goals systematically. I'm not sure he's the he's helping working. Enough. Yeah, I don't like he's popping up with goals to hide the fact that he's not playing incredible. Like the exact reason why we can criticize Salah is because he's not scoring goals. Hmm. Luis Diaz is popping up. I don't think he should be out of the equation. Like that front line. Around Nunez isn't working. I think Tiago was back for this game too. By the way, he played really he played, well. He come on and was best player, unbelievable. I think he there's a stat that he won six tackles, which is more than the starting midfield three and the two fullbacks mm. combined. Combined, yeah. What's which is it's in thirty injured? minutes is ridiculous. Yeah, he's injured. Yeah, yes. Because I yeah, Joe Gomez needs to get out of that team asap. <laughs> well, Matt Heap's back. That's He'll rough. That's like his first rough performance I've seen him play in years. So I think chucking him out the team ASAP is such a wild well, shot. I don't think he played. Maybe well pushing them right back and then put Trent in midfield yeah. if we've got I, midfield problems. Honestly, but I, you, if the midfield's not working and it's leaving holes in your defense, for me, logically, you just pull a defender. And if you can play better in midfield, yeah. Right in midfield. If he's going to create defensive holes anyway, take him out of the defense. Yeah, like I agree putting Gomez right back. Just, just put Trent in midfield. Yeah, You've got to stop leaking goals. Yeah. 
I think as well, Gomez will offer something different going forward because mm. he's not going to come in like Trent will. Mm. He'll just bomb down the, that right. He's actually got allowing the to track back too. Yeah, yeah. allowing Salah to, to come back, back in. Mm. I think hopefully score goals. Obviously, yeah. we do a lot of Trent bashing, but he mostly it's it started off as for fun, but now it's like he's a. He's an issue in that team. His yeah. arrogance and his mentality in that team is not good enough. Yeah. He was... He was... I used to fucking sing Trent's praises all the time. It's not just because he can't defend. It's because of his attitude, the way he plays. That's why he's changed. Like his game has changed. You cannot say it hasn't. The way he plays changed. He does not try to defend. He fucking... He is criminal in that team. The way he plays. And... Uh, I don't know how you like. I understand that you back him, like you back all your players. You saying Milner needs to be dropped is the first time I've ever heard you like really Slander dig player. in. Yeah. No, I understand. Like I, 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 I respect that. He needs to just not play the next game. Just have a. Yeah, <laughs> I, I respect it because you know you should back your players to the end. But you never walk alone, mate. It's not just the same. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> to me, I don't know how you fucking. I would if if he was playing for United, I would be calling for him to be dropped. Yeah, but. I think that's just too toxic just to be calling that and yelling that out. It's He's not a toxic. top quality football. Critical of of a player playing bad. Yeah, but that's why I'm saying put Gomez there and play him in midfield because he's got one of the best qualities in Premier League as a footballer. It's hard just to throw him on the bench and be like, look, you're not doing with a right back, just sit out. But to me, like you just said before, but your midfielders do most of your defensive tracking for you. They do if pressing. he can't, if he doesn't defensively track when he's a fucking defender, why would he do it as a midfielder? We never know till you try it. Like players like Cavalli yeah. and Ellie are doing but high pressing at the moment. Same with Milner. So we've got to try something at the moment because what's happening now isn't working. You can't just keep on the same midfield free out and have the same problems week in, week out. Like you've got to try other shit. Do you not think Klopp would have tried that in training and realised, okay, well, he's probably fucking not doing it in training. I'm not going to try it in a game. To be honest, I don't think he has. No, neither. I don't know. I think... I think Problems can sometimes be a little bit more simple to, to fix. One thing I'll say about Kaita, who we've not had good things to say usually, mm. um, is he is good at winning the ball high up. Yeah. Like he... Like Fred. He's really good at pressing because <laughs> that's what yeah. that Leipzig team was doing when he left, but yeah. plays like three games a season. Yeah. I think as Liverpool fans, we've... We've tried to give him as much time as we can, but it's been yeah. like three seasons now and he just doesn't play enough. Who's that, Kaito? Yeah. Kaito, yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's difficult with, with, um, with the midfield at the moment, who to pick and whatever else. I will say this as well. Finally, we get some fucking truth out of Klopp after a fucking interview, after a game. He hasn't come out with a shitty excuse. He's just come out and said, look, we're shit. <laughs> and we need to change something Was that an exact quote? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't speak German mate But it sounded like that <laughs> But he was um, he's I think he out. said wow yeah. Wow yeah. Wow <laughs> No nah, wow. but he, he was Finally he was critical of, of his team Because he never is he, ne- he always blames some stupid excuse Even when you play bad but I think that's, protect, that's just protecting, protecting the, the players yeah. Yeah. yeah but sometimes He doesn't give a fuck about the media yeah. Writes quotes and posts about them Like He's all about protecting his players because yeah. he knows the change comes from in-house, not pressures from media. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's, I think it's the first time he's sort of said we may need to reinvent ourselves. Yeah. Which, 
could be exciting. <laughs> I think there's no better time for him to finally admit that than now. Well, so I'm not what, angry at it. What comes with the reinvention, do you think? Well, Arthur coming in, hopefully he starts. Um, you want him to start now? Yeah. I didn't say I, I never wanted him to start. No, no, I know. I'm, I'm just saying, do you want him to start next well, year? No, I don't want Milne to start and we don't have any other I options. Mind it. Carval, it was Carvalho last week. Well, he's got a dead leg. Injured. It depends how his injury is. Yeah. Dead leg. <laughs> like, I used to play at high school. With we've literally leg, got right? no one else to try. Isn't Thiago not back? He is, but it depends how fit he is to get back into 90-minute football. True. The thing with this uh, postponement of games this weekend, possibly next weekend. That might be we good because it gives Thiago time to yeah. get fit. Uh, they'll, they'll obviously still be training. So, I mean, match fitness is a different thing, but you're getting more miles in the legs at training, things like that. Mm. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing yeah, Arthur and Thiago play together. I um, don't think I'm not, I'm not. I think you're probably the same. I'm not as stressed about our results as everyone probably thinks that Liverpool fans should be. Yeah, because I trust in Klopp that much. Yeah. So like, I'm not really stressed about these results because I know that I have the belief that he'll figure it out. But Maybe. it's just it's just riding the fucking the waves as they come at the moment. Yeah, it may be delusional to think that way, but yeah, I, it's better. I think than it's the main. I think that's sort of the blindly main. <laughs> I think that's Some the more. main sort of. Um, feeling about what's going on at Liverpool at the moment is yeah. no stress. Yeah. I think we'll turn it around soon. So you aren't worried at all with this seven-year curse on <laughs> Klopp? No, that's no. just a media thing. Like I said before, everyone has this Respect. expectation that Liverpool should be stressed out, Klopp out, Klopp this, seven years. Like us Liverpool fans, we're just... I think we understand the situation and we know we'll get through it. Like we've I had way worse situations in this. I agree it's a media thing, but... Do you not think it could subconsciously affect thing, affect players, affect Klopp, affect backroom staff, affect yeah. anyone? No. Because otherwise he wouldn't have signed an extension. In well, he didn't want to, but he ended up doing it because he was like, fuck, we're on he top. You can see Stevie G's not ready to fucking take the reins. Yeah. Right. <laughs> 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 Who else is going to take he, over the shit show? Did he not want to do it? <laughs> well, he, like he, if he, he didn't uh, want to do it. No, like, done. I mean, sorry, like, he obviously wanted to, but like before that, he was pretty... Ad- Content on stopping when his contract finished. Uh, yeah, he's talked about actually that he's talked about doing that since near the start, like having time off. Yeah, actually, when he took the Liverpool job, he'd obviously been let go by Dortmund or resigned or whatever. He wanted to have time off. Yeah, but this opportunity came for Liverpool, and he's like, okay, well, it's a good fit. Mm. So I think he is. I think he is. Um, Thinking about retirement or whatever, um, but it's uh, I, I don't think it's coming soon because he's just signed the extension. Yeah, he'll he'll finish his contract and twenty twenty six will be the end, and then we'll look at reassigning someone new. But I do trust Klopp to get this sorted, especially by the time his contract finishes before we get a new manager. Yeah, like yeah, especially if we do have the likes of Bellingham coming in at the end of the season. That's fucking huge. You don't know who else we might be bringing in. So, to me, I'm not stressed. It's just riding the waves and just waiting for the turnaround to come. What will be shit is if we don't get Bellingham, then it's talking and about... And then we don't sign a midfielder. Yeah, so, what's a, yeah. an acceptable season for you guys then? Well, we want to be we want to be coming first. Like, I know at the moment that's not probably realistic with if it continues, but... Win a trophy, FA Cup, anything. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, yeah. I, so I, I think if we don't, if we go this season coming fourth, whatever, and don't win anything, I don't, I don't think Liverpool fans will be clop out. No, no way. No, yeah, but you won't be happy, obviously. No, obviously we're not. Well, obviously you're never going to be happy if you're destined to win shit and you finish fourth. But I don't think we'll be stressed as a fan base. Like there'll be all this pressure from the outside and everyone's slating it, but. I think as Liverpool fans, I think because we've been through shit for so long, like we're pretty calm when we have times like this. Like United fans, like as soon as you lose a game, it's all toys thrown out the prem. I think Liverpool fans are a lot more calm because we had shit for so long. <laughs> I think I think it's harsh on United fans, but I think <laughs> I think United I think United are perceived to be like that. But we uh, every fan I know is not like that. We joke about it, but I think pretty much everyone understands that. A shit spot, and like it's not gonna happen overnight. But yeah, yeah but I mean, like I mean, just us as a fan base are calm because like we don't slate our own players, we don't slate our manager. We just put the trust and then just hope that when we have the belief that things can get turned around. But yeah, for the most part, I think Liverpool fans are not even FSG at it either. Mm. Yeah, oh, I've seen a lot of talk I've about FSG. Out. Yeah, <laughs> for years I've seen a lot. I'm about FSG, FSG out for sure. <laughs> I think Well that's what I'm saying I think Most fans of Most clubs are Owner out hmm. Or definitely Probably the top six Well the start least. of the FSGL Was because of the Super League Because they were like yeah. The main people Trying to push it Yeah hmm. Were they involved? Yeah hmm. Super League's still not going away Yeah I know yeah. Rumblings are coming around again I've seen Tony fucking American Playing Organization. I just don't. I for me, I don't understand how in the world any Premier League team is putting their hand in the in oh, the. because of these well, foreign owners. Let's let's put a stop on this. This could be our topic for next week, perhaps. All right. In the fact of we might not have any football. Yeah. For next week, we uh, might get into some Super League and some insane football conspiracy stuff that's gone on in the last couple of years. Um, Should we go into predictions? Yeah, let's jump into predictions. Before we finish. Um, any Liverpool players watching this should never walk alone. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is for what will be... <laughs> cringing over there. <laughs> the games for next week, unless they are cancelled in the week. Uh, obviously... Game week seven, is it? Yeah. Or eight? One of the two. Uh, eight, I think. Yeah. Um, obviously, we don't know. This is two days after the Queen's died. We've only just heard that the fixtures are cancelled for this week. Yeah, this yep. is game week eight. So... Villa versus Southampton kicks us off at Villa Park. The Liverpool boys, unsurprisingly, back in Stinky G. Um, <laughs> <laughs> with a 2-1 win. Benny's gone. You got 2-1 as well. Yeah, the United is. boys have both gone 1-0 to Southampton. Um, Nottingham versus Fulham at the City ground. Uh, Scassi's gone 2-0 Nottingham. Jackie's gone 2 all. Benny's gone 2-1 Fulham. I've gone 3-1 Fulham. Wolves versus Man City. Uh Potentially Diego Costa's return. Scousey, 2-1 City. Jackie, 2-0 City. Uh, Benny, 3-0 City. And I've gone 2-0 City. Um, Brighton versus Crystal Palace at the Amex. Scousey's gone 3-2 Brighton. Jackie's gone 2-1 Crystal Palace. Benny's gone 2-1 Brighton. I've gone 1-all. Um, Newcastle versus Bournemouth at St. James's. Scousey's gone 3-0. Jackie's gone 3-1. Benny's gone 2-0. I've gone 3-1. All in the favour of Newcastle. Um, Tottenham versus Leicester at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Scassi's gone 2-0. Jackie's gone 3-1. Benny's gone 2-1. I've gone 3-0. All for Tottenham. Brentford versus Arsenal uh, at 
Brentford, yeah, at Brentford. Um, 3-1 for Scassi, 1-0 Jackie, 3-2 Benny, and 2-0. Again, all in the favour of Arsenal. Keeping it very similar this week. Yes. Um, Everton versus West Ham at Goodison. Scassi 2-1 West Ham. Jackie 1-0. Benny 1-0 West Ham. And I've also gone 2-1 West Ham. Manchester United versus Leeds at Old Trafford. Uh, Scassi 3-1 United. Jackie 3-0 United. Benny 2-1 United. And me 3-2 Manchester United. And the final game of the round, perhaps the biggest game of the round, is Chelsea versus (laughs) Liverpool. At Stamford Bridge. Um, Pop's last game. <laughs> Potter's last game. Scousey 3-2 Liverpool. Probably. Yeah. Jackie 2-1 Liverpool. Benny 2-all draw. And I've gone a 1-all draw. There we go, lads. Um, so, yeah. I'll tell you what. I need to pick up some fucking points. Yeah, you do. You're <laughs> up the gaff. Um, yeah. It's a weird week this week. We don't know if football's going to be back next week or if it's not. Um, Champions League games, hopefully the English teams play. If not, yeah. we'll at least be able to talk about some Champions League fixtures next week. And yeah, like we said, we'll jump into a bit of Super League football conspiracy nonsense that's gone on. Mm-hmm. Liverpool yeah. Ajax for next week. <sighs> Liverpool need a result. Against Chelsea? No, against Ajax in the Champions League. Oh yeah, it's oh, a must yeah. win for sure. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. if. It's supposed Ajax, to be Ajax look good against Rangers. Yeah. 4-0. going to be a tough one. But yeah. It's Rangers though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Napoli smashed you 4-1. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's us also lost 1-0. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Still so, zero so points. Still zero points. Still zero points. 1-0 at Old Trafford. We lost 1-0 to VAR, mate. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Fuck VAR. Yeah. Glazers out. FSG out. Fuck the Super League. We'll talk about yeah, it next week. Fuck the Super League. Fucking cunts. <laughs> <laughs> it's deep in the podcast. No one's listening right yeah. now, right? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there we go, guys. Thanks for listening. And we'll be back next week. Yeah, catch us later. See you later. See ya. So, something.